once again, we're the Bolt Bros. I'm here with my two bros, Kyle and Andy. I'm James. We're What's here to that? talk about the Chargers and the Chargers opponents. And uh, obviously, we're going to talk about the game today. So that's what we're all here to talk about. So um, and give you a little bit of a recap of the week, too. So uh, Bolt Bros. Let's go. Let's go. Woo. <laughs> here we go yeah. again. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Another we're here, we're here to beat down the Cowboys. Awesome dude. preseason game coming up, boys. That's, That's right. right. It's going to be good another one. one here. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see how this one goes. I mean, there's a lot of things that we got to kind of clean up on um, based upon the last game. But uh, let's kind of first, what everybody in the live, by the way, you know, we're going to kind of go through our, our spiel, kind of our notes for weekly notes and preseason notes. Yep. And then you guys could ask questions and everything, too. We're not going to get to them uh, till the end of the stream. Um, but, yeah, we, we got everything ready to, ready to rip here. So let's let's just go through a quick little weekly notes. If you guys want to go through that, um, yeah. just to kind of talk a little bit about what's going on to the weeks. I know we've chatted about some things. We did some shorts about a few <laughs> topics and such. But let's go ahead Absolutely. and talk just kind of a little bit more about a few things here. Um, I <laughs> For me... You know, I wasn't at camp, but what you're hearing a lot about Khalil Mack is that he's an absolute beast, if you didn't know. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Definitely. he he seems like he is destroying the Cowboys right now. Um, and uh, <laughs> it was, uh, what was it? Uh, is it Tyron Smith? There is their right, their left tackle. Who is, is it? Yeah. What's his name? I think it's his name. Tyron. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong on that name, but either way. Um, he was blowing up um, him in getting multiple sacks. Yeah. Uh, looks like a guy that just is Khalil Mack. Um, I mean, yeah. that's exciting to see. You know, that's yes. very, very exciting to see. And um, I mean, what's your guys' thoughts on some of the some of the uh, you know highlights that you've guys seen of Khalil doing his thing? Uh, well, Khalil is looking amazing to me. Oh, sorry, Kyle, go ahead. Oh no, I was just yeah, I was just gonna say basically the same thing. I mean, like. Uh, the thing that's that, that I like the most seeing the most about that is that uh, everyone's like, Oh, well he's injury prone. He's all washed up. You know, he's not going to be good. You know, like, of course that, I think that's just all from salty Raiders fans. The fact that yeah, he's, he's now playing <laughs> for, for sure. us and not them, you know? Yep. So, um, and I mean, Hey dude, he's a three time all pro freaking edge rusher. So he's going to show up and turn up and bolt the F up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, I have to also say this too. I, I really do believe that he um, has done a lot to try and, and and shut up the naysayers, right? All the people that yeah. are coming out and saying he's washed up. I think he's yeah. been he's excited to show people that he's still got plenty of gas in the tank and just see what yeah. he can do, right? And and the one thing I again, when we talk about Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, they are two completely different edge rushers. Yeah. I was chatting. Uh, I've been watching a lot about how they're Khalil Mack's kind of, He pushes his way through people. He just bull rushes them and just moves them out of the way. Whereas Joey Bosa a little more finesse. And so they have two different types of games as, as rushing the cornerback and also yeah. uh, playing rush defense as well. So it's interesting how they're different, but they also complement each other in different ways, right. which I think is really cool. So that's one thing I'm excited to see. And good to see you, Aether. What's up, guys? How are we doing? I know people are going to start trickling in. They're good. Yep. 
Well, and the one thing about Mac too with Bosa, I mean, they think they're talking about they want to break records, and uh, yep. I think they yep. want the one-two punch and be able to just dominate this division, dominate the NFL, and break records. And I'm interested to see what kind of the breaking of the records might be for like two two ends and seeing how many sacks they get. You know, I think it's very very possible to get over ten uh, each. Um, oh yeah. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how this all lays out for him. I mean, he's looking, he's looking healthy. He's looking to break records. I mean, his motor looks extremely high. I mean, I'm excited to see Mac out there. Um, yeah. It's going to oh be my gosh, me too. awesome. Me too. It's going to be awesome. So um, kind of moving along. Um, Derwin James got his contract. Um, yeah. Pretty got that awesome. boy signed up. We got that so boy signed up. That's yeah, right. dude. I mean, how cool is that? Like glad to be able to get him locked in and, and the big thing about it, too, is, you know, getting this contract, the old Chargers, and I'll say pre-Brandon Staley, we would have let this contract lead into the year. And yeah, that kind of could throw off the whole mojo of what Absolutely. this defense is and what we've tried to build here. So mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that we were able to do that and get it done. Um, yeah. I mean, I, just, <laughs> I hate I hate having I hate having like these contracts linger. It's like even when Joey Bosa, when he got drafted by us, it just lingered forever. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's kind of one of those things. Glad we're away from that trend. Um, yes. So yeah. And, and, yeah. In there. And, and it's good. And again, I, you know, I did a video on Derwin or excuse me, not Derwin. Um, you know, I did a video on Derwin. Yeah. My sentence this week is going by so quickly, but um, look, I think bottom line, it's great to see our organization investing in our players, right? That, yep. that resonates a lot with, um, the league in general, right? Because people are like, oh, hey, man, you know, the Chargers are willing to pay up for players. I mean, I always ask people, like, why, why would you want to play for the Raiders? Why would you want to play for these other teams? Mm-hmm. Well, those other teams pay people to be on that team, right? And right. we're seeing big contracts and, you know, I mean, signing these people. But, oh, my gosh, absolutely amazing to see. And I will you know, I will say this. It's really interesting um, to see how different we approach these preseason games compared to other yeah. teams i was watching the patriots dude they had all their number ones in in the first quarter yeah and i'm like yeah what are they doing out they could get hurt right yeah. and and i it's so strange to me to see that and you're not going to see any number ones out there for the most part unless there's really a battle going back no. and forth um you're going to see a lot of uh probably joshua kelly you're going to see a lot of um uh, Isaiah Spiller and some tree and that's about it. And also Horvath, you, you might see a little bit of, I mean, that's really, I think those are the only four you're going to see pretty much this preseason. Game. So I just think it's interesting the way we handle it differently compared to other teams. Yeah. We want to go healthy in week one and be ready for the end of the season for a push. Yep. Yeah. It's not, it's not really much that you want to be able to, uh, you know, put your guys on the line for a, for a preseason game. Correct. This game doesn't really right. mean a whole heck of a lot to the starters. Right. But, Getting back to Derwin James's contract, I mean, the thing is, it's kind of a front-loaded contract, too. So twenty point it is five million up front with a three million dollar bonus through twenty twenty six. It's kind of really more of an average of thirteen mil a season. Um, I mean, if you add the bonus, it's roughly about sixteen million a season. Right. But it's pretty solid contract for us, so it's pretty big yeah. for us all around. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's kind of. You know, I was just going to say, it's like, you know, he's the, the highest paid safety of all time right now. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, it actually, still seeing those numbers, I'm like, man, this is actually kind of a discount compared yeah. to yeah. like, you know, what, yeah. I mean, obviously what, what the, we're looking down the barrel of with a Justin Herbert contract coming up, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, right. Like, cause man, cause I'm telling you, man, that thing's going to be a monster. So, 
Um, oh my gosh. Absolutely. You know, yeah. It was, who was it that was at the camp today or last week? Peter King was mm-hmm. chatting a little bit about that. And uh, he was kind of saying this whole thing about the whole Derwin James, or excuse me, Justin Herbert contract is that it's not going to be something similar to like what Deshaun Watson got. It's not going to be okay. this fully yeah. guaranteed type of situation. Correct. It right. might be something a little different. So, I mean, once again, that's a next year situation for us. It's not a now year situation yeah. for us for right sure. now. Yeah. We just want to basically just get through the season and get to a Super Bowl, win one, baby. So that's what that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> win one, baby. That's right. Win win one, one. One. We're going to get one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but moving along to uh, just kind of camp notes, JC Jackson's making plays versus the Cowboys. Yeah. Batted passes, sad. strip balls out of receivers. This this is the CB one that we wanted. This is the cornerback one yep. that we needed. And yep, you know it's uh it, w- the batted pass on Instagram. I I put a comment in there and said, "Get that corn out of my face." If anybody knows that <laughs> reference, get that corn out of my face. <laughs> get that corn out of my face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was just pretty funny to be able to kind of see that. But hey, I love seeing that. We we got a guy that could could get to those balls, pop the ball out, make plays happen, kind of thing. So I'm excited to be able to see that as a player. Um, too so um good to see um justin herbert also throwing dimes i mean oh my gosh he looking so sharp man i mean i think they put a side for side by side of that pass that uh he threw against uh digs with Allen. Yeah. oh yeah that was Just all over the place all over social media yeah yep. i mean that thing got reposted i have buddies hit me up on that and they're like gosh look at that throw but they did a side-by-side of another throw similar to that against the Jets, yeah. uh, I think, in 2020, I think it was. And it was, like, almost identical. And uh, yeah. this guy, it's not just a fluke throw by any means. This guy's got yeah. the ability to do it. So, um, obviously, deep route to Guyton was really exciting to see, too. So, all around, we love seeing Herbert. And I think he's in midseason form right now. So, oh, he's yeah. looking great, man. Uh, you know, um, I'll, I'll, I'll add a couple things. The number ones, the only get, the only reps they get are during the week. They're not playing yep. game day, and yep. and again, if you, if you watch those games, it's kind of like two hand touch. Everyone's kind of running out yep. there. I mean, even that one where, where Diggs was kind of he he gave up on the play so quick. I mean, Allen was just standing in the end zone like this, and you could clearly tell he wasn't trying to cover him anymore. Yep. My point in saying that is, I know we're like, all right, our, our number ones are ready to go. We don't need to start them. We we want them just yeah. to get the wiggles out a little bit, be ready. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I will say, Justin Herbert also, he stays after late. Whenever he feels like he doesn't make certain throws, and he will throw balls for hours in a day. I remember Keelan Allen talking about that during his interview. He was like, oh, yeah, Justin Herbert was out here just throwing balls for like an hour and a half. I don't, I don't know why he does that, right? And yeah. clearly he has a focus of being the best quarterback that he can possibly be. Obviously, last year it didn't go the way we wanted it to, so it's good to see that we are pushing to become better. And the thing I love about it too, even when we talk about my running back two conversation, all of the players across the line in the whole team has stepped up their game for a playoff run this season, yes, right? So absolutely, I'm excited to see that, right? And and everyone is pushing up to be the best version of themselves. So I think that's exciting. So, and again, yeah, that's the yeah. ones, obviously the twos are pushing for a spot and threes are yep. pushing for a spot. Right. So, right. Right. Um, yeah. So anyhow, just want to throw well, it out there. You know, I was going to say, uh, I mean, to go into a little bit more about what you just talked about too, about how the, during this, um, the scrimmages are the reps that the, the ones are going to get 
like all week, you know? Yeah. So because yeah. it's obviously it's a more safe but like time to do it because Correct. they're, they're red shirted. You don't Not full don't, contact. Yeah. Not all yeah. the ground. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's why the scrimmages between the Cowboys were so important this week, because that's the yep. only time that they're going to get, get the play and to kind of get the rhythm to yep. throw the ball in a kind of a coverage situation, you know? So, um, and so that's why, like, you know, you saw Justin Herbert out there and you saw Dak Prescott out there. And, and honestly, Dak Prescott looked pretty good out there, too. I mean, I don't know, because I actually before we started this, I was actually watching like some of the, a lot of the cowboy coverage to kind of see what the heck's going on with their side. You know, so I think yeah. honestly that I think that's kind of something that I want to do for this uh, this whole channel, by the way, is a lot more opposition research. So yeah, I'll, I'll be yeah. uh oh, yeah, I'll, yeah I'll be I'll be digging into more like okay what what's the Raiders game plan what are they gonna do what are they talking about you know yep. and um and you know like in a lot of the the Cowboys people like they're saying straight up that uh it's it's Super Bowl or bust for them every year no matter what yep. because they have <laughs> just they have just that kind of mentality with their team and because they have so much high expectations for the team you know. Right. But um, I think that that's a Cowboys fan mentality. They think they're going to win the Super Bowl every single year, and they've been that way since the nineties. Like, yeah. well, I mean, just, but I mean, I, I, gotta, I get, I get that, but like, that's that's what every fan has to do, though. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, look, like to be honest, it's like, look, I want the chart. I think the Chargers are going to win the Super Bowl every single year. Yep. And we've had a sixty-year drought of all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, um, I mean, I don't care. I'm gonna make it sixty-one years, and I'm gonna make it sixty-two years. Like if if we yeah. don't make it this year, but it's it's this year. <laughs> Come on, this is the year. we're going to yeah, do it. We're going to do it. Yeah, we we got a good squad. I mean, even to yeah. say you shared some of the memes too about the the guys that are under contract for the next three years, and yeah. we got a core yeah. nucleus of players that could really give us that three-year window to work with. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, this year is major for us and i think it's it's right. going to be really interesting to see how it goes you know going back to rivers and and yeah. and keenan allen and keenan allen talking a little bit about rivers and how yep. herbert's staying after and he kind of talked a little bit about like oh yeah rivers never used to do that never I mean, did that never used you know that. but the thing about that is is that you know with rivers he has like a thousand kids um and then also <laughs> he got on a, a, a bus basically to go back to san diego so it's yeah. kind of like you know he kind of couldn't do it but the same side it's great to see that we have a guy like herbert that loves football wants to put any extra work find a way to make himself better in any which way i think herbert was even saying and in his his interview he's like hey if there was a couple passes i didn't make i basically work on those passes if it's five different things that i felt like i needed to work on i'm going to work on those five things and yep. so i love seeing that out of our general for our offense and he's our captain he's our guy He's the guy to make this thing work. And yes. I love seeing that there's a guy that just loves football and loves playing it. And mm-hmm. it's great to even hear when he talked about when they had the break before the tra- training camp is, hey, I'm still going to be throwing balls around. I'm still going to be working on football. And yeah, love seeing that. So, um, yeah, great to I see mean, that. So. Is there is there any way that we, we can find out? Because, uh, you know, like, I mean, because I was thinking Kobe Bryant. I mean, obviously, he's one of the goats in basketball, of course, yeah. different sport, whatever. But he... Sure. There, there was one time that he he was actually out practicing and mm-hmm. his one of his teammates showed up to practice with him. You know, of course, Kobe was already there. Um, his teammate showed up to practice or whatever, too. But then once his teammate was done practicing, he just kept hearing that ball dribble or whatever. And that yep. was and that's Kobe just telling him like straight up. It's like, look, no matter how hard you practice, I'm going to practice more than you. I'm going to work harder than you. And you're yep. never going to be able to be greater than me. 
you know, yep. like, and so my question is, is like, does Justin Herbert do after practice practice or, or does he do uh, stuff on his own time as well? Like, I mean, I hope so. Like, yeah. Um, because that's, well, I mean, that's, that's what I, every I remember, great. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember after the OTAs um, he went home for a while to Oregon and he was sure. throwing balls with his brothers. He's like, his brothers were running out routes for him. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah. I can work on those with my brothers. And yeah, I'm planning on doing all that. Right. So love it. You know, it, it's, Again, it's muscle memory, right? You got to make sure that you're making these passes without really thinking about it, right? Because you only have split seconds to figure it out. I mean, right. I mean, you recall my quarterback conversation, quarterback right. rankings. The best quarterbacks get the ball out fast. If they if yes. they hold on the ball over two seconds in this league, you're going to get crunched. So, yep. you know, you're you're not going to surprise. You got you got to make decisions quick yes. and accurate. And yep. I remember meeting a um, one of my business trips. Uh, there was a guy I was chatting with and. I've shared this story once or twice on, on uh, our podcast, but um, he, he was a quarterback's coach. And I cannot remember. He, he, quarter, he coached four or five different quarterbacks at the league at the time. This is probably 10 years ago. And I made a comment to him about um, one of the quarterbacks being really short. And, you know, he was like six foot tall. And I, I think it maybe might've been Russell Wilson. I was like, yeah, I like Russell Wilson, but he's kind of small. And he said, you know what, though? That doesn't really matter in the league. It's all about timing and repetition and accuracy. That's more important than just about anything else. And if you look at people like Tom Brady, Tom Brady is a great example of that, right? He was yep. never good. He was accurate when he needed to be. He was always accurate, but he always got the ball out yeah. fast yeah. and on time. Because, again, these routes are time. Up, boom, out, up, out, up, out. Yeah. And, and so it's pass-heavy offenses, man, and, and that's just the way the game is now. So, yep. anyways, very exciting yeah. to see that with Herb and, and his commitment. Is, I is love show. seeing that. It's, you know, it's one huge. last yeah, it's great. It's great to have a guy like that. I mean, he's very, very focused on the game and he loves the game all around. You know, just to go back to your point, Kyle, talking about Justin Herbert and, and maybe a comparison <laughs> of Kobe Bryant or whatnot. So I remember when Kobe Bryant came to the Chargers, because uh, I guess they were in the same building, I believe, in Costa Mesa. And yeah. he had Kobe Bryant come over and talk to the team and everything. He brought up something about a book called Jonathan Livingston Siegel. It's a very yeah. short read. Oh, yeah. And basically that book is kind of talking about this seagull that kind of just thinks differently and doesn't go with the actual Joneses or basically the standard way of living. I'm going to do the extra work. I'm going to push myself to be a better seagull, you know, seagull once again, but that's kind of a seagull. Uh, but Justin Herbert's our seagull that's uh, going out there and, doing that extra work and yeah. that book is actually really really solid it's a very short read that you could even listen to it on youtube i i found a copy on that i was able to read and uh, it's just a great little book but I need to that's read that. what it's all about it you can apply that to anything in your life do the extra do a little bit more and do it better than everybody else and i think that's really what justin herbert does he really hones his craft and he loves the game on top of that because i mean you right. could just you could hone your craft all you want, but if you don't really care and, and love it, it's just going to become pointless yeah. at that time. You're not going to put right. enough heart into it. And right. uh, I'm excited to see where Herbert's going to be this year. And I, I think we have very, very high expectations. And I think a lot of people that aren't even Chargers fans have high expectations of Herbert. So, <laughs> oh, big time, big time. So, yeah. Actually, and, and it's not the sea chickens, it's the sea cocks. That's what they're called. They're called the sea cocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, I have a buddy who makes fan. I'm like, I call, I pick on him all the all the time. Oh, you got you're a Seacocks fan? Oh, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Nice. Hey, but, but to your point, but to your point, you, you, you did bring that up, right? Who works hard at it after the whole, you know, uh, practice. Khalil mm-hmm. Mack and Joey Bosa are doing that themselves. There's yep. tons of videos of them out there, you know, and Joey's saying, hey, I do this swim move and I do this. And then yeah. and Khalil's like, well, this is what I do. And, yeah. um, you know, so they handle the games very differently, but they are afterwards saying, all right, this is what I think. And by the way, um, I, I was looking at your notes, James. We didn't talk about uh, Rumpf. Rumpf yeah. has gotten so much better. He looked so yeah. good last week. Yeah. I, yeah. Again, we're, we're not going to see Khalil Mack. We're not going to see Joey Bosa. I'm really curious to see how Rumpf does uh, in this game. Um, yep. So I'm really excited to see some of the reps that he can put in. He's looking bigger, and he's looking more aggressive. He looks – he looks nasty. Nasty. Yep. Nasty. Yeah, we'll chat a little bit about that with – We'll chat about that with all the preseason little uh, bits there and everything. I, I wanted to get to the right tackles just in camp versus the Cowboys and just chat about them. And, you know, it's kind of a little disheartening a little bit because you started hearing that the right tackles and Zion basically getting beat up out there yeah. um, versus Michael Parsons and all those kind of guys out there. So it's kind of scary to be able to see that and uh, to know these were the guys that we're going to go into the season with. And guess what? They're getting smoked. Like, that's not good to see. Um, but, you know, it sounded like they recovered after day two. So they looked a little bit more prepared. Yeah. I mean, Brandon Staley talked a little bit about that. Hey, look, like, we didn't really come in here with the game plan. We wanted to just kind of go in there and try to be able to exactly right. create, yep. um, you know, knowledge about these guys on the fly kind of thing. We didn't come in with anything like that. So, you know, I understand the idea behind that, but I understand it kind of makes us as fans sit there and think, holy smokes, we're going to get eaten up alive on that right side of the line again. So um, I know for us, we, we've we seen them in the preseason already, Trey Pipkins, Storm Norton, and Zion, and they did well during the preseason. Now, once again, those are against twos, threes, fours, whatever it might be. Um, but transitioning into the notes for the preseason game, all right, yep. let's get into That's it. That's something to be able to look at for sure for this yep. game, right? Tackle. We need to Agreed. feel more comfortable in that position. So we need yep. to see those guys do their jobs. And that's something that we're going to see. Now, once again, they're not going to go against the ones, I don't imagine. Um, it's probably going to be the twos and threes and everything. But still, we want to see that they do well mm-hmm. into this game. So that's obviously I want you guys to kind of put a little bit of uh, your guys's. uh knowledge on that too andy what's what's your thoughts on the right yeah, tackle I, mean, I think pipkins is it's his spot to lose right now i think a lot of people really like him he's been getting first reps most of the time i think he'll probably get the first start and then it'll go to storm and then uh we'll probably see some jamar salier as well too right yeah. so we'll see how that plays out I'm, I'm really curious to see what they do I, the the one thing and again this happened a lot last week and, and by the way bef- before i keep going guys throw your questions down if you have some questions you know we'll get to it at the end of our prepared notes and conversation points, but we will get to them at the end. Um, but I will say this, um, they're doing a lot of rotations of players, right? They've had a lot of people up and down the line. Here's this line, boom, and bring them in, bring a whole new line in, boom, bring them in, see who does well, see who doesn't do well, see what uh, they do right, what they do wrong, right? Again, you know, this film is important for all these players because some of these players might not make the team, you know, some of the players might get let go. And it's very clear that at least our game plan moving forward is to give these people as much play time as possible so they can find a spot somewhere else um, if, if they, we can't continue on with them. But as far as right tackle is concerned, I think it's Trey and then Storm and then Sawyer. Um, that's, I think that's how it's sitting right now, as it is today. today. Yep. Any, any little input on that, Kyle? 
Yeah, I mean, I I kind of feel like we're going to see uh well, definitely we're we're going to see um Easton Stick is going to do the start for quarterback yep, he'll start. Uh, for this ha- first first half and then Chase Daniels going to do the start for the second half. That's that's what apparently I saw online is that they're going to like switch flip-flop that uh, each of these games. Yep. Um so but then as far as as far as right tackle goes, I think they're going to put Pipkins in first. Uh, and then they're going to put in Storm uh, second. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe we'll see Salier at right tackle um, there to to kind of flip around. But he's actually been going left guard a lot more. Yeah. Um, all through I've training camp and stuff. Yep. So I don't really. I don't really see him actually going over to the right the right side or anything like that. You know. But yeah. Zion Johnson's definitely going to be starting because um, he's a yep. rookie. You know. You got to get get those reps in. You know. So. Uh, so it's going to be good. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm interested to see the one thing that I'm kind of thinking about too is like what if it becomes a disaster for this game too? What if mm-hmm. the right tackle looks bad? I mean, do we do we start thinking, all right, put uh, Jamari Siler to the uh, left guard um and then put Matt Filer to the right tackle? Like, yeah. do you think you would do that? Or is it too late to be able to go after some other right tackle and that's a free agent right now too? So it's just going to be an interesting thing to see how it goes. I, I imagine they're going to have a good game. We're probably going to end up talking after the pregame or after, excuse me, postgame. We're going to post-game. probably be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right tackles look great. You know, like, I mean, that's right. just going to be interesting to see how it goes. Now, right. I'm excited to be able to see Easton stick with the twos and and see how yeah. he's going to look with better talent around him. So, right. Yeah. Um, so that'll last be good week, to be able to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Last last week, week, he was yeah he was all right he was good uh that little yeah. that final drive was like I I mean there, there's a fire in him like we all yeah. see it you know um it's just there was just you know he was playing against the with the threes and fours out there for that final drive you know so I mean it, it guaranteed there's gonna be some issues like with and disconnects there you know so but um I'm I'm definitely excited to see what Easton Stick does out now with like a little bit better of a squad here so um yeah it was good. That, that brings up a good question, right? Who do you guys think should be the number one or number two? Maybe we should even ask the the, the, the question in the in the chat here as well, too. Yeah. Should Easton Stick be the number two or Chase Daniel? I mean, personally, I think Easton Stick should be. I think he's got the younger legs. I think he's got the moxie. He's, dude, he only lost three games in college, guys. Three games. Yeah. Three games. And, you yeah. know, boy, I just, I just keep looking at him and say to myself, man, I – like I love Chase Daniel, but he's really more of a coach rather than an actual player at this point. Yeah. I don't see him as a guy that can really, you know, win, win the game, you know? And I think Easton stick has been in the, in the, in, you know, in the league long enough and it picked up enough from, um, you know, Harvard and, and all these, you know, coaching. I think he can do it. I, I think he's a better guy. So to your point, Kyle, I'm excited to see what he's going to do with the number yeah. twos. Right. See if he produces more. Because I really do think he's a better quarterback. He's just got a little more juice. Got a better arm also. Plus, he can use his legs a little more as well. So, uh, I like it. I like it. So, yeah. um, and guys, keep your questions coming, right? Just keep them coming. We'll get to them towards the end as well, too. So, yeah. we just want to go through kind of our prepared remarks. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to transition to the RB2 battle, which I know, Andy, you oh, did man. a whole video on, too. I did. You know, I, I kind of want you to be able to chat a little bit about what your thoughts were if anybody has not seen that video. Um, yeah. That's yeah. something that we're all looking at. Yeah, so so here's here's where it stands now. I think running back one, and it should not be a you know real conversation. It's obviously Austin Eckler is our guy, right? 
He's going to get the majority of the carries. Um, running back two, I think right now, J.K., Joshua Kelly, I think is our running back two right now as it stands. And I think largely because he showed up in camp with just a fire. He gained weight. He's making more decisive decisions, right? I think that was one of the arguments that a lot of people had with him was that we kind of bounce around the backfield and then not really just pick a gap and go and just get north and south. And so I think that's been a really good thing for him. And then I think third would be obviously Isaiah Spiller. Now, when I say a number two and number three, guys, they're going to be split carries with the other two guys from Austin Eckler. Eckler's going to get 20 carries. He'll get some, you know, yeah. he'll get some, you know, yeah. plays out of the backfield. But when I'm, we're splitting hairs, it's like five carry, five carries. They'll probably yeah. go with whoever's hotter that game. I almost feel like the running back two battle is kind of like a we'll have three running backs. The other two will get some carries and we'll see what happens. So, um, yeah. but I mean, yeah, he's looking the part. He's looking great. But I also think Xander Horvath will probably make the team. Um, and I, I think Gabe Neighbors may not make the team. He might mm. be on practice squad which is sort of sad because I like Gabe, but I think that Horvath brings a better overall mm -hmm. mix with power, ferociousness. He's just a bigger guy. He can get those tougher yards, and he's very valuable on special teams, which is right. a good thing. That's so, a huge thing, yeah. That's huge. I mean, and, and again, across the board, guys, you know, what do you think? Do you agree with me or disagree with me on that? Because I really think that's that's how it's sitting now, and I think that's probably what we'll see moving forward. Um, again, it's just going to be split carries with the rest of the, you know, three backs that are going to be back there. So that's kind of my view. What do you, what do you guys' thoughts on that? You know, it's funny that you bring that up because I remember watching something. I think it was on the Pat McAfee show. They were chatting with uh, one of the beat writers from the Steelers and <laughs> they were chatting a little bit about like the RB2 position for the Steelers. And they said, well, the thing about it is, is, you know, Najee <laughs> yeah. Harris can get the ball 30, 35 times. So we're just going to find a guy that gets two to three carries behind him and i'm thinking <laughs> that just sounds silly to say that but right. i mean once again they don't really have an rb2 for that team no, and to don't. be honest for us like i kind of look at it a little bit like this with austin eckler eckler is an absolute stud in the open yes. field yep. absolute stud so if you get him out on the little like screenplay or just a little dump off to him he'll make those yards happen he's fantastic at that he's a good runner i'm not saying a great runner uh, between the tackles and everything he's okay yeah. yeah we just need to find that guy that could be that in between the tackle kind of guy and i think Correct. spiller could be that yep joshua kelly i'm a little nervous with him just for the fact of history because he's fumbled yep. the ball a fair amount he's fumbled the ball yes. quite a bit yep. um, yes yep. now i'm not ex i'm kind of expecting isaiah spiller to kind of do the same thing too just because he's a rookie too sure but then you got xander horvath if he's going to be the guy or gabe neighbors or whomever it might be but it's just about, for me, I look at the running back position as Austin Eckler's a great pass catching back. He's like basically just another wide receiver on the team. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, he's like, he's a lot like Alvin Kamara or Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Right. You know, right. That's totally what he is. And, and yeah. to be honest, like statistically, he matches up really well with Christian McCaffrey, to be mm -hmm. honest. It's pretty yeah, kind of wild to see that. Yeah. But he just doesn't yeah. get the, as much love as McCaffrey gets. But, this RB2 is about finding a guy who could run between the tackles. And Isaiah Spiller so far fits that mold very, very well. He loves running in between the tackles. He does a great job of being patient in between the tackles and finding that hole and hits that hole like LT, baby. Booyah. Hit that hole. Hit that hole. Hit that hole. Hit that hole. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to we should play that song, guys. It's amazing. That's LT. right. That's right. That, is, like, that yeah. is the dopest video ever, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we'll have to do like a reaction video on that one of these days, guys. <laughs> it's Dan Ho. It's the best. It's the best. But um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, agreed. Agreed. I, I think one last thought on there, too. I would say this I do believe you're kind of splitting hairs, right? But yeah. I think the biggest thing is you don't want to take away from Austin Eckler, but you also need to save his body for the whole season. So a few of these other guys need to step up. One thing I want to see, and guys, what about two running back sets, right? You obviously have Horvath. If we do I formation, we've already seen quite a bit of I formation this season or this preseason, I should say. But what if we have two running backs in the backfield and they both just go out, right? Isaiah Spiller to the right, Austin Eckler to the left. Dude, that is such a huge matchup problem for the other team. I mean, what do they do? They could chip on the outside and then go out, a little extra protection on the edge. Dude, forget about it. Like, that's so hard to defend. And, and again, Spiller, as we know, can, can make some amazing catches out of the backfield. We saw one last week. Uh, that that backhanded uh, catch he got right out of the backfield was awesome. absolutely incredible. Good so, body control to be able to get that ball. That's and by the way, he's, he was the youngest person drafted this last draft. The oh, youngest yeah. player drafted. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, his upside is huge, right? That's kind of why I think Joshua Kelly might get the nod over him just because he's older. He's been in the league yeah. longer. Sure. Um, and and I think he deserves at least the nod. But again, it's kind of a you know a title, but it's they're still going to split carries, right? So sure. anyhow, that's yeah. my thought. Well, I was going to say, I mean, in the, this offseason, though, Joshua Kelly actually bulked up a lot. And like, Big you time. Know, and Big he, went time. On, he went on a huge, like, you know, diet regimen or whatever like that, you know, because, like, I mean, he obviously he sees Austin Eckler being a beast out there, you know, and like, and he's like, he's always at the gym just, you know, showing videos of himself, just like, you know, getting freaking swole. Um, and yeah, dude. And so, and so I think really Joshua Kelly took a, like, a, a uh, page out of his book and was like, all right, you know what? If I really want to do this thing, I need to actually like bulk up and, you know, get stronger and yep. just, you know, get his mind right. You know, maybe like, I think all of last year, his, this mindset was just not set uh, to be perfect, you know, like for the league right now, you know, but nowadays I think now he's actually doing much better on that. And I think he's actually like putting himself out there to actually step up a lot more. So, for me personally, I feel like uh, he has the the best chance of being RB two over Spiller right now. Yep, you know, yep. Makes I mean, sense. What, makes sense. It's good. It's good to, yeah, it totally makes sense. And I mean, we'll see. I think the thing is, though, these next two games are going to really decide that too. And mm-hmm. but I think there could be just like an RB one and an RB two A and two B kind of situation here. Sure, I think Correct. it could be a situational yeah. kind of thing. So. Yeah. It, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that kind of lays out throughout the season. And and to be, to be honest, last season I remember it was always like round tree one game, and then it'd be Kelly the other game, and then it Correct. would be yep. it just kind of kept going back and forth. Justin Jackson, and then it was just there was no consistency on that position. It was almost like best player for the best situation who they're playing against, kind of thing. Which yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Yeah, but but again, you know, it, it boils down to though, who would you rather run the ball, right? If I'm yeah, the coach, right. if I'm Brandon Staley, I would want Eckler to run the ball 100 percent of the time. And I, you know, but again, you can't do that because it's such a violent sport, and Eckler's not a big guy. And if you watch my video about him not being ranked top 10 by the league, some of these folks, you know, he he's a scat back. He's more like a yep. you know, you know, he's a smaller body, right? And you know, I think, you know, again, I'm seeing people talk about Xander. I'm taking, you know, Horvath and Spiller and Kelly. They all do, do, do things differently. I think the one person that is probably out right now is Roundtree. I'm not seeing a lot happen with him right now. So I'm actually curious to see how he plays this yeah. game. Because yeah. he'll be out there for sure. But 
you know, he's got to show something soon because I, I'm just not seeing anybody talk yeah. about Roundtree at all. So, anyways, um, again, keep your yep. questions coming, guys. I know, um, you know, we, we've got a few things going, but um, yep. maybe right. we should switch to a run defense. Speaking of running, why don't we talk about run yeah. defense at this point, James? Yeah, I, 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 I want I want you to give me your thoughts on this because um, these statistics you put down in our notes are pretty good, man. And I and I was pretty excited yeah. to see that's what what we did. And again, these are number twos, guys. You know, we didn't have, you know. So, you know, we didn't have anybody out there. Of course, we, we did have Megan Fox out there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, Morgan, the Fox, Fox. Morgan Fox, yeah. guys, come on now. Yeah, <laughs> Morgan Fox. There. Yeah, yes. You know, it was it was kind of interesting watching the Rams game last week because I kept thinking, man, which there was a couple times we had some third ones that we ended up stopping. I think there was a yep. fourth and one that we stopped too. Great seeing that. <laughs> Love seeing that. But. It was interesting because I was thinking, man, we're going against a mobile car- quarterback with uh, Bryce Perkins. Oh, that guy was like, bouncing around like a freaking. Ugh, it's so it's so frustrating to watch. And our tackling was horrible, guys. Yep, and our I was just going to say horrible. that. Oh, I you was were just okay. going to say that. So <laughs> the thing is, though, with the tackling, these stats probably would have been better. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So the first game versus Iran, we gave up 109 yards of rushing, which is an average of 3.1. That's a yep. massive difference from what we did last season. 100%. And I would take that all day. All day. Yeah, all day. And so that kind of places us in top 10 in defense versus the run on average per game in 2021 if we compare to the teams last year. I'll take that all day. If we could be all top day. 10 against the run, and once yes. again, we're going against other twos, you know, twos versus twos, we're doing that. That's great. Now it just shows that we might actually have a system in the right guys there now. Yeah. Yeah. That yep. could give us only 109 rushing yards. I would love to get under 100 because I would love to be able to get to that you can't run situation kind of yep. thing on us. Exactly. But that's something to really, really look at on this game. And, and I think every Chargers fan, if you watch last season, you're ripping your hair out on how many oh. big rips you were getting. And it was just awful to watch. So yeah. yep. Yep. that's definitely a must watch situation in this game. Let's see if that defense could actually hold their team and obviously cowboys have some pretty good running backs there too yeah and so it'll be interesting to see how that kind of pans out for us but what's your thoughts on that kyle yeah i mean yeah i mean because we're not going to be defending against uh ezekiel elliott this game you know so i mean and if and if we would that would be that'd be a whole other story but um I, I totally agree that I, I feel like it's great that our run defense was so good last week. I mean, sure, they were playing against scrubs as well. Uh, not scrubs, yeah. you know, second stringers, third stringers yep. and stuff. But that just does prove that our depth is in much significantly better. Um, yep. Because I've, obviously if they're able to stop the run and keep it down contained to a, a, just a little over 100 yards, I mean, that's, that's great. Because, you know, because yep. that really means that they're running back one it's not going to get a hundred yards, you know, cause yeah. like it would be like, you know, a, a maybe 80 to 20 or, you know, something like that. You maybe 70 yeah. or something like that at the, at the most, you know, so that's great. That's good yeah. to hear. And it's good to see. I mean, they might still get a touchdown or whatever, you know, cause there's goal line situations and stuff, but Hey, yeah. um, I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, Austin Johnson out there and Sebastian Joseph day, oh, you know, gosh. but yeah. they're not, they're, they're not going to be playing today though. Of course, you know, so and, and yeah, Megan Fox, Megan Fox. Hey, yeah, looking yes, pretty Megan good Fox. Oh, so Megan hot. Fox. Hubba, yeah. hubba, 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 Megan Fox. This guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> what are well, we thinking about? Are we talking about football? What's happening? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Are, are we still talking about football? Here? I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. 
So wait, well, we're talking about Transformers? I mean, I mean, I know the Chargers yeah. have uh, transformed a little bit this off season, yeah, you know. Right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, hello. Yeah, we transformed. I mean, the, the one thing I will say though, too, the nice thing that I saw is they were running the defense the right way. But again, I have to bring this up. Jerry Tillery was thrown around like a damn rag doll the entire Absolutely. game. Absolutely, still. It was embarrassing. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, dude, does this guy even know what he's doing? Yeah, it you was know, so but bad. I would say no this, though, oh. I would say this though, too. Like during camp, there was a flash where he was amazing. You know, the, yeah. the, the there was a there was one one or two plays where he actually pushed really hard uh, against the defensive lineman or, uh, or offensive lineman on the on the uh, the Cowboys this week. So, but uh, in and Sean Merriman actually tweeted about it this week, and it's like he's like, oh, you know, like if he wants to make the team, that this got this has got to continue, you know. So it's exactly like correct, yeah, yep. so, he needs to do that, yeah. And, you know, yeah. we were jamming the holes nicely, right? That's the mm-hmm. whole point of the defensive lineman. You just yep. blockbuster boys, dude. You just use jam holes. That's right. You 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 not let the A gap be there. You mm-hmm. not let the B gap and the C gap is shut down. And then you have your defensive ends coming in and crunching them in the middle, right? That's the whole yeah. point. And even our backups did a good job with that. They did not give them running lanes to run through. So yeah. I'm excited to see the ones out there, right? I think the yeah. ones. Whew, it's gonna, gonna be, be na- it's gonna be nasty, man. It's gonna be nasty. You know, and I think nasty. you and I, Andy, were were chatting on the phone when when we saw one of the plays at Jerry Tillery. Basically, and, and the way I look at Jerry Tillery, he he makes like one to two moves and then stops. Like he doesn't yep. continue moving forward. And there was a play where he just like did his two moves and then he just stood back and he kind of didn't like the guys. There was like three dudes in front of him that he like didn't even move around at all. Like he just kind of sat there and just kind of waited. Like, I'm like, yeah, this guy so has weird. no high motor. Like, he has yeah. no high motor. So, yeah. once again, Speed Bump is back, and he is alive and well, baby. That's the way Speed I view bump. it. <laughs> Speed Bump, dude. No, it, um, it was so frustrating, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, do something, dude. Like, he's – I've seen so many articles about him fighting to even be on the team still. Yep. Right? Um, You know, I don't even know if we could trade him off anymore, right? There's so many articles now about how bad he's doing in camp. I don't even know – I mean, who wants him? Right. I don't know. Right. You know, but yeah. I mean, I, again, there was some discussions that maybe the Browns, I did a video, I think about a month ago that the Browns yeah. were potentially trying to scoop him up, but uh, you know, it'll boil down to injuries and such, but we'll see yeah. how that goes. Um, sure. All right. So maybe, maybe let's wrap up um, our final prepared notes and then we'll go into some questions. So uh, like I said, get your questions out there. Uh, defensive backfield. Um, man, yep. I, I tried so hard to do a video on Dean Leonard kind of breaking down his videos, but I just could not get the technology to work, sadly. But, um, look, Dean Leonard had some good flashes. He was in the right place, but he was not positioned correctly. That's the difference with college to the NFL. You can kind of get away with it in college. The NFL, you're exposed. You you do not have anything in your favor in the NFL if you're not positioned correctly. And Dean Leonard got burned. The funny thing I will say is this, too. Um, uh, what was the guy's name that was on the Rams that got all those plays against him? Uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name all of a sudden? Horvath? No, it's not, not, not Horvath. Alexander Horvath. Horvath. Um, <laughs> what was his name? Anyways, um, anyways, he was locked down when Mike Davis was on him. He got nothing when Mike Davis yeah. was on him completely. Yep. As soon as Dean Leonard was on him, he was open the whole time. So this goes to show you what some what some veteran talent can do, and that's where Dean needs to get himself to. I think he has a talent. He just needs to understand how to play at this level. So that's yeah, my thoughts on Dean Leonard specifically. Absolutely. And, I mean, the thing about it is, is, like, Bryce Perkins basically targeted Dean Leonard pretty much every time. 
And it was kind of the same idea of what happened with uh, last year with uh, what's his face, uh, number 20. Um, I can't think of his name either. But basically, yeah, once they know that there's like a weak link, they're going to keep going after that weak link. And that makes sense. That's a good strategy. I mean, if you know there's a guy that's just not playing well, go keep going after him. Make his day more frustrating. defense, You know, be easier for you to kind of go against. And so that's the whole thing. It it was like Tavon Campbell. Excuse me. Tavon Campbell. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Same kind of thing. Just keep throwing the ball towards him. And my hopes is is that Dean Leonard figures out how to – how to be able to turn his head around. Cause he, it wasn't like he wasn't like in position. He was in position to make plays. And then, you know, it's just, he's just not turning around to see the ball kind of thing. Yep, and so 100%. If he just did that. He would be looking a million times better. So definitely that's something to look at. And also you want to see JT Woods, not tackle his own uh, player, by the way, too, to, to give up what, a 60 yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. My God. Uh, I, I was yeah. like, let's like, not do that. The yeah. Circus music, right? Yeah. Like, oh my God, so that's bad. like the wrong thing. So oh, man. bad. So bad. I mean, so either way, those are something to look at. Those are the points that we're looking at. Um, what about you guys? Any questions that you guys have on that or anything that you guys want to look at? I know just a shout out to wide receiver. I know somebody talked about it a little bit earlier. Wide yep. receivers definitely got some things going on there too. Like, Yes. You know, bold prediction, in my opinion, Michael Bandy finds a way on this team because he seems he like does. he's just a great fit for this team. Um, good. He'll probably be like a wide receiver five, six or something like that. Another bold prediction. I think if um, Guyton really doesn't show a little bit more change in his um, route running, there's a chance that he could get let go. I think he's a great downfield guy. But at the same side, is he doing enough other than that? I'm waiting to see some sort of cross routes or some sort of like slants or anything else other than just find a way downfield kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. bold prediction. That's it. And I would love to see DeAndre Carter, by the way, in this game too. I'd love to yeah. see him out there doing something. I'd love things. to see some so, of yeah. those flashes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we'll probably see a little more like Guyton. We'll probably see some more DeAndre Carter. The yeah. one thing that I will say um, that and we'll start getting some questions here. Go keep the yeah. questions coming guys. We'll just start moving through it. Um, Guyton, Guyton's kind of a one-trick pony, right? And what was that? What you got there? Oh no, it's got the Bolt Bros here, dude. Bolt oh bro. yeah, Bolt Bros. You know what? I gotta put. I, I, I got a whole bunch. Bro bro I got a whole bunch on mine. Oh man, I got. I gotta put some more on mine too. Dang it! I gotta get some stickers. Man. <laughs> I get some stickers. Um, yeah. yeah, but but you know, Bandy looked great, right? He reminds me of Wes Welker. I think he's gonna be awesome. I wanted to do a whole other mm-hmm. breakdown video on Michael Bandy. Guys, yeah. I'm so frustrated. I could not make it work technology wise this it just was grainy and just didn't work so mm-hmm. we're working through that yeah but the good news is i will say this is we got a lot of really good wide receivers joe reed looked really good um oh my gosh i i just i'm so yeah. excited i think the thing that i'm excited about i feel like across the board all of our teams players just elevated their game in the offseason everyone came back with more talent they said we are going to win a championship this year yeah. i'm excited to see that but that starts with Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley has changed the culture of this team. That's huge. And it's it's funny. I was watching a video earlier. They were talking about this specific game. And they are like, well, this is a big season for Brandon Staley. If he doesn't go to the playoffs, he'll probably get let go because Sean Payton yeah. wants to be the head coach. Nah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like so look, what? that's, that's yeah. one thing that no. somebody says. But wait yeah. a second. got to understand he has changed the culture of this team completely. Right. right. right? Just So 
I, I am a firm believer that it, the, the ship will be going the right direction. We are going yep. the right direction. We've got to go execute. So I agree. Um, yep. Anyhow, so that's enough of that. So let's get you guys' questions. So let's go from there. So uh, James, you want to take this question from Aether? Yeah, yeah. So um, he wants to start with, uh, he doesn't want to beat up a dead horse, but basically he's talking about the talent and the depth on this team has not had, we have not had that in a long time. The contract DJ got, uh, was major. I mean, we chatted about that and just how big that is for the team, just as a culture, to be able to yeah. get that contract knocked out. Um, Eleven to six is not acceptable. Twelve and five minimum AFC West titles would accepted. Yeah, and absolutely. And and a lot of people think that that's what's required to be able to win the AFC West. Yeah. Now, twelve yeah, and five could be also the Chiefs getting twelve and five. It could be the Broncos, yeah. and and I I hope not the Raiders. Um, but. <laughs> um, yeah, I think 12 and 5 is minimum to win the AFC West, in my opinion. And But the thing mm -hmm. is, though, the Chiefs could easily make that record, too. Um, it's just going to come down to those those interdivision wins. That'll be the deciphering point for everybody. So um, that's why there is a good chance or there can be a great chance. That there could be multiple teams in our division that are three and three records at the end of the season. And now it becomes the other games uh, that are going to decide who's going to be the uh AFC West champion. So absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, and uh, his second question here, Aether, I, I do think that uh, Herbert should win. He could win the MVP. If we go 13, four, 12 and 15, you know, I think he'll win the MVP and, you know, Brandon Staley could even win coach of the year. Right. I mean, look, he's turning around a team, you know, that's got excellent talent and, you know, we'll see how far we go deep into the playoffs. Right. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully uh, we make a splash. Right. So, so that's right. kind of the hope. That I have, and the, and the whole thing too is a there is a lot of hypotheticals here that we're talking about too. We we yep. feel Paper and there's a lot of seasons that we've gone into thinking, right? Yeah, we'll be like 14 and two, or we'll be whatever, whatever, and it just doesn't happen. I mean, the thing is though, with like Buffalo, I mean, obviously they have the AFC East, which is a tough division. I I personally don't think that the Bills will go 13 and four this season because I think yep. that there is a little bit more talent involved with the AFC East. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm saying to me like. The Jets could be a little bit of a scrappy team. Not saying they're going to be great, but they could be a little scrappy. Yeah, um, get Zach Wilson back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so what, who they have now as a quarterback. I mean, they, last year they went through multiple quarterbacks. So it's, oh, it was unbelievable. Crazy. Unbelievable, right. yeah. Um, and then yeah. you got the Dolphins, who are a good team too, and they've built up a pretty good solid thing. I don't know if two is really the guy, but – and then you got the Patriots too. So the Patriots do Patriot things all the time. So it's a tough division. I mean, I don't know – in. My hopes is that the Chargers go like 14 and three. Like that'd be killing. Yeah. That would yeah. solidify yeah. basically the MVP for, for Herbert. That would probably win coach of the year for Brandon Staley. Yeah. Now that's my hopes. Once again, hypothetically, that would be fantastic. And I'd love to see that happen and come to fruition. But for us, we'll just, we got to play one game at a time. And that's yeah, what every team does. And so let's just make sure we don't have any of those hiccup games. And that's something I'm Man. definitely looking forward to this and year. And you, you look at the schedule we have too, guys. And, you know, look, our first two games are our two biggest games, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Raiders. Yes. Then we go Thursday night Raiders. football to Chiefs. Yeah. Short, you know? short week right into yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah. Man, two huge we, games right away. Man, I mean, if we go 2-0 and there, we could be undefeated going into the bye pretty yeah. easy because it gets pretty, so pretty soft yeah. after that, right? Yep. So, yep. I'm just excited, man. I think I think it could be great. Um, all right, let's go to Carlos's question here. Yeah, if right yeah. tackle doesn't work out, um, you know, what about Darrell Williams? Like, I love the idea of Darrell Williams. I think he wants a ton of money. So I, I think that's probably part of the problem there is that he probably wants 
a boatload of money. And he's a big body. He's done it. And I know he'll do well. Uh, so we'll see. But, you know, I, I think um, everything I've seen our coaching staff talk about, they seem to be okay with Pipkins or Storm. Um, but, boy, you just never really know, right? You know, uh, it would be nicer to have a bigger guy like a Daryl Williams. But, um, you know, you never really know how that's going to play out. So what are you guys' thoughts on that for right tackle? You know, is it too late to add another right tackle? Like, that's what my first thought. Like, is it going to be something that we can bring in to not screw up the system, basically? So, like, I know right. you could go from one right tackle to another team and you do the same exact thing, but there is there is kind of a method to each team and how they want the right tackle to play. And so, who knows? I mean, I would think if after this game – if we think, holy smokes, these guys are not going to pan out. Yeah. That's when they probably have to think about it. And so, yes, exactly. Yep. So exactly. Pull the ripcord. Sorry, this yep. ain't working out. We we got to make a decision on this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it we'll, definitely. We'll yeah, I, I fully agree too. It's like I, I don't think we're gonna see another like player really added to the team um, to like be a starter like right now. Uh, sure. That might happen like you know after the bye week or something like that, or maybe a couple games in. That we may be looking on the on the board to see um, if we can trade somebody here and there, you know. But um, it's not going to happen before the season starts. At this point, yeah. I think yeah, I got I think, an idea. Let's let's trade Tillery for uh, Williams. What do you say? That'd be go. amazing. Let's That's go. a fair trade. <laughs> fair Actually, trade. Wait, they couldn't. Yeah. They, they wouldn't even have to trade him. We wouldn't have to trade him because uh, yeah. he's a free agent right now. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it's well. There you go. You know, uh, but I think Williams also probably wants to not be in training camp. Um, I think yep. he wants to just be ready to get out there and just play. Right. Um, you know, get, get some money. You know, he'll end up somewhere on the Browns or somewhere, maybe, yeah. maybe the Bengals, you know, the, he'll get mm -hmm. a fat contract from somebody. I right. promise you. So yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. Aether, uh, Bandy and Reed, you know, Hey, they look good too, guys. I, I was really yep. impressed with both of those guys. Um, and both of them can take uh punts and, um, you know, kickoff returns. And so I'm, I'm kind of, Again, that's how you make a squad, right? You you, you got to have – you can't be a one-trick pony. You got to be able to do a bunch of different things, right? I mean, hell, Michael Davis is out there playing special teams right now. Yeah, He's been in the league yeah. for a while, you know? And, yeah, look, you know, he, he, he's got to fight for a, a spot at this point, right? I mean, Sante Samuel was out there, you know, game one for a whole quarter. And you wouldn't even thought he would even be out there, but they're like, no, you need you need to prove you can do this, right? You were out a lot yeah. last year. So, you know, we need, we need you to see some, see some different things. So – Pretty exciting to see. Yep. No, it's great to be able to see the depth of this team, you know, adding somebody else like that, um, you know, adding basically some other talent, some guys. And Michael Bandy's been with the team, I think, for about two years, I believe. Um, and then Joe Reed's been on this team for a while, too, as a as a wide receiver, which I thought he got let go for some reason. But he, he yeah. seemed fine. I mean, once again, he had a broken play that he was able to get that touchdown and everything. So really what's going to be with a lot of the guys that make this team, it's what they could do on special teams. And that's Correct. what wide receiver five and six basically is. Um, so we'll, we'll see how they kind of pan out on that side. Right. Right. Yeah. You want to take this one, Kyle? I know uh, that was Salier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Ryan Sutter, you asked uh, when Salier was drafted, I thought that the Chargers should give him a shot at right tackle. Yeah. He showed in college that he doesn't have to be put in the typical tackle size in order to be successful. Great. You know, mm -hmm. thousand percent agreed because, you know, Salyer actually proved in college that he can actually be flexible for any position um, yep. because, you know, yes, he played mostly left tackle for the Bulldogs, 
but he did have reps uh, and uh, starts on like on multiple different positions. And 100%, I think he 100% should uh, take a shot at the right tackle position. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I fully agreed. I wanted that to happen. And I, I thought that they could put him there and that could actually help you know, Storm Norton learned some more things or maybe like maybe get some more fire underneath his his butt. Um, and of course, Trey Pipkins is like the number one person for that position at this point in time. Um, so I, yeah. I feel like that um, Salyer is could be the answer. But then again, it seems like they're putting him on the left guard as a backup for Filer. Uh, for why exactly? I'm not 100% sure. But then again, that's yeah. why they last year they had Pipkins as backup for Slater. Uh, But Pipkins obviously can play both positions, right tackle and left tackle. And so I think that's really why they're going to definitely going to have Salyer on this team for that 53, because they want him to be there for uh, this Swiss army knife position. You know, it's like, you know, if someone goes down they can just throw him in there, bam, you know, we we got, we got a solid backup for that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice depth guy. Nice depth Mm -hmm. guy. Amazing depth guy. Well, and, and, and potential starter, you know, exactly. Yeah. Well, and one, and, yeah. and one thing you can think about too, we even got Hymas out there too. Hymas looks great as well too. Right. Um, I saw nothing wrong with him. Will Clapp got clapped a few times. I remember, yeah. remember that, that guy came. I mean, yeah. I was like, Whoa, where the hell was this guy, dude? Let him he in. That. Yeah. He yep. just yeah. let him walk right in. And I was like, Holy smokes. Um, but if you remember, if you remember correctly, he's a Georgia boy, Jamari, and he he dropped very deep in the draft, and he was very upset that he dropped so far yep. in the draft. Yes, yes. and because because he was he was considered a better lineman than, you know, he he should have probably gone maybe fourth round, but he dropped all the way down. I think believe the fifth round, something like that, maybe even late yeah. third. So, um, is when a lot of people projected him. So he was pretty upset that he dropped it when he did. We're lucky we got him. Um, but yep. as it stands now, he's probably going to be a death guy for sure. So yeah, um, it would be interesting to be able to see Salyer at least get some reps in preseason at the right tackle, just to see what yeah. happens. That's something yeah. I've kind of kept my eye on too. I, like just I to think, say yeah. after like, for instance, like let's say Storm Norton and Trey Pipkins play and then just put in Salyer there too. That's one thing that I will expect to see happen in the third preseason game because yeah. Salyer did right. get some reps at right tackle in a training camp. So there is a chance that he could get out there and I think they should put him out there just for mm-hmm. him to get a couple reps to see kind of how it's goes. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially, especially in the preseason game, you know, give yeah. it a shot, Correct. you know? Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's go to Pablo's question. Do you see Horvath being similar to Mike Allstate? Mike Allstate. Allstott. Yes. Allstott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Allstate. Are you... He's still on the out there. Hey, man, oh, yeah. Are you, are you in good hands? Yeah, <laughs> with all yeah. states, yeah, with with, no, no, with but, Horvath. Uh, I I can see that though, and, and the cool thing about Horvath too, he's caught the ball quite a bit in the backfield. I've noticed as well too. He's done very well with that, which kind of surprised me. I didn't expect him to have decent hands the way he's had. Yeah. So the the cool thing about a guy like uh, Horvath is he's a big dude, and guess what? You catch the ball on the edge, you're going to hit a corner who's probably you know, maybe even hundred pounds lighter than, than Horvath. Horvath is what? 250. He's yeah, huge. He's, he's a big dude. That guy, would, that guy and he's going to crunch those fools on the edge and guys make no mistake about it. That wears on a team long-term. They are going to struggle. So I think that's really great. Um, yep. Anyways, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Man, yeah, it'd be great. I'd love to see that happen. I mean, heck, if we could have a, good, a stable, stable fullback guy there that can be that bruiser back when we need him, and he's done a good job of, 
be able to get those short yarded situations thus far for us. So, man, it would be killer if that if he could be that guy. I mean, who would not want to have a Hall of Famer guy like, you know, like yeah. Mike Allstott, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. not saying that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, everybody thinks every draft picks a Hall of Famer, but, <laughs> um, but you know, who knows? I mean, that's he's got the build. He, I think he is also still learning the position a bit too. Um, but I think that um, I think it's definitely a it's looking good so far. So we'll see where it leads us. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, ERB, do we carry three quarterbacks? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. Um, I think it's going to boil down to special teams, right? Um, again, right. Horvath probably is going to be more of a special teams guy. And we got to wonder Kelly and also, you know, Spiller, I think Spiller will definitely be on the field and Kelly will probably be on the yep. field. I think that's why I think Trey probably won't make it uh, just because I, he hasn't done much in special teams at this point, And he's at least from what I could tell. Um, so it'll be interesting to see the probably only care two two quarterbacks is what I think. Um, yep. Because Justin Herbert's been such a good, done such a good job, even like Phil Rivers, not having any type of major injuries. So it'll probably be like we were last year, Chase Daniels and Justin Herbert, right? So yep. that's kind of my take. I don't know. What, what do you guys think on that? Well, yeah, I mean, I think definitely Easton Stick is going to be, uh, he's he's still going to be with us, but he's just going to be For on sure. the practice, practice squad, just like he was last time. So yeah. Uh, and that's not a bad place for him to be. I mean, he's still going to be practicing with the team. He's still going to be out there, you know, but like, but if it, the call comes that, you know, he needs, someone needs to step up, it's going to be Easton stick over chase Daniels. Cause like, yeah, like correct. we said before, cause chase Daniels, he's just a co- quarterback coach these days, you know, like, yep, I mean, 100%, he's, he's had 100%. like a, like a 10 year plus year career or something like that, you know, made $50 million being a, a backup quarterback, you know? Um, yeah. and that's, that's a wild thing to do, you know, and he's got good leadership ability. Don't get me wrong, you know, and he yep. actually does has, has showed some flashes of, he's still got some legs. He's still got an arm, um, like, you know, out there in that preseason first, first game. But, you know, I mean, when you see him out there playing like the regular season, he's just throwing ducks left and right, you yeah. know? So, yep. um, yeah. so we yeah, his, would, yeah. yeah. And I was just going to say, is like, I think we absolutely need three quarterbacks on the team for that reason alone. So, yeah. You know, and yeah. I kind of brought up a whole thing in one of our last streams um, that, you know, what what if it gets to that point that we're like, man, we can't have three quarterbacks. Um, we got to get rid of one of them. If one, obviously, if it's going to be uh, Chase Daniels or um, uh, my, my brain's going out on me right now. Um, but Easton basically, stick. Easton Stick, yeah. So I'm just saying with like <laughs> Chase Daniels, um, <laughs> I like, I like zoned out, uh, um, but anyways, um, saying with Chase Daniels, um, he, he could get let go and then basically just been brought or get brought in as a quarterback coach too, assistant yeah. quarterback coach to, to Herbert. So we could totally do something like that. I'd feel way more confident to be able to have, um, Easton stick out there as a quarterback for quarterback too. So. Well, like once again, the depth chart says or between Chase Daniels and uh, Easton Stick. So yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's 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 really close. I like I said, I still think Stick is probably the better overall quarterback yep. now. Agreed. But Chase Daniel also helps Justin Herbert be a better quarterback, right. and I think at at his age and how new he is in the league, I think that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. So, but then um, you know, I think yeah. that they going into that once one last thought though is like, but then that would mean that Chase Daniels would be able to help Easton Stick be even a better quarterback as well. Like yeah, you know, there, there there would be no real like different or like start and stop or whatever like that from 
or ramp up or whatever that he would need. So Chase Daniels can be that guy for Easton Stick, just like he's doing it for Justin Herbert. So right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it, and it's interesting too. The culture's been really cool, right? You can tell that they're they're supportive of each other. They just want to make the team better, and they're not they're not they don't they're they're checking their ego at the door, which I think is excellent, especially in a sport like football where that's really yep. easy to do is have a lot of ego and walk around and hey, I'm the you know I'm the shiznit, you know whatever, <laughs> right? You need to listen to me, you know. Yeah, right? Okay, yeah. so I you know it's it's exciting to see, right? So um yeah, all right. So let's move on to the next one from Ryan. Uh, how has Horbath been showing he can block in the offseason? Uh, from what I can tell, he's done very well in the off or excuse me, in, in uh, special teams, and so he's done a very good job. Now, again, you're probably you know asking more, how is he blocking against the rush? But I've yeah. heard he's done a pretty good job. Um, and that's a big part of his game, right? He's a fullback, that's a big part of why a fullback does is he hitting the right guy at the right time. So, uh, everything I've heard, he's doing a good job. Um, and so that's encouraging, right? You know, and I want to say in the last preseason game, I think he led an I formation with Spiller a couple of times and did a pretty good job on he the did. block. Yep. Um, I know there was one specific play that um, he was actually like the ceiling block on the right side for the deep pass to Joe Reed. And so yep. he was involved in that to be able to make sure that that happened. And Chase Daniels had enough time to, to make that throw. So He's getting involved so far. He looks good in the preseason, what we're seeing. Um, so, I mean, that's something definitely to watch in this game too. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. I, I really like, I like what I'm seeing with him. I, plus he's got an awesome mustache, right? He looks like he yeah. owns like a panel van or something cool like yeah. that, you know, <laughs> with some horses painted on the side, yeah, right. looking at a van down by the river, you know, it's kind that's of fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, will, will Bandy make the 53? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's tough to say. It's yeah. tough to say Pablo. Um, I mean, he's doing all the right things, and yeah. it's just about trying to find that space for somebody else. Do we need six wide receivers on the team? Who knows? Um, but with Bandy, it's about being on special teams more sure. than anything, yep. what he could do in special teams. so Yeah, and, and yep. he will play a lot of special teams today. I think so will Joe Reed. I think those two guys will play a lot of special teams. Um, we probably won't even see much of DeAndre Carter in special teams just because they already know what they got with him in special teams, right? So, yeah. you know, that doesn't really matter. Um all right, so, all right, so uh, James, you want to take this question? People keep saying how hard our division is. My guess, no one saw the games last year. First game at Denver, we were down seven at half yep. versus Chiefs at home, up seven with two minutes. What do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, we almost swept the Chiefs last year, and you yeah. know we got smoked by yeah. the Broncos game one, I believe, and then we won game two. Yeah. Um, and then the Raiders, we obviously split with them too. We beat them up on the lightning game where they made a big old uh, 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 fiasco about being in a dome stadium and having a rain out situation and everything like that because there was thunder and lightning ready to strike upon the Raiders. Uh, that was amazing. That wasn't lightning sound, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was, I was like a snake. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, we're not the snakes. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, the thing is, though, we we weren't far off. We weren't far off, but also the other teams weren't far off too. So, yeah. Um, I think the thing for us, I mean, we were in the point of a tie with the division, kind of late in the season, and then we ended the season one and three. Yeah, and one so, and three. Yep. 
we were close. And to be honest, we could easily be that team that could take this division. And now I see other people saying, oh, Raiders will take the division. Oh, Broncos will take the division. The Chiefs will take the division. Nobody knows. There's so much good talent in this division that we don't really know. Um, and, yeah. and it always boils down to who's the healthiest yep. in the end. So, yeah. Yep. And, and we'll who's see. hot at the end, right? We, and we, yeah. we lost, we had so much depth issues last year. At the end of the season, just goes to show you, we did not have enough depth. And so, you know, I keep going back to the stupid Texans game. I just, oh, boy, if there was a game last year that I wanted to drink a bottle of bleach and say, hasta lasagna, guys, see ya. This is it. That was the game. I mean, I was like, you got to be joking yep. me, man. So, yeah. I mean, because that shouldn't even have been a game, right? I mean, should have right. been a game. Should have no. been a game. And yeah, we 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 went we went to that freaking uh, restaurant, uh, yeah. expecting the W that day. We were both we were yep. all yeah. freaking high high as a kite, just like, oh yeah, man, this is gonna be amazing. And then yep. uh, it's like, oh, we walked yeah, was, out. Was, all right, well, what's the joke. tallest mountain we can drive this car off of together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and end it all as, yeah. as the bolt goes. Yep. See you later. Yes, that's right. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. That was tough. That was tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Four and two. I'll take it all day. Yeah. I think that would win the division. Obviously, we got a bunch of other games, uh, 11 other games that we got to still win. But that's, that would do it. I'll take it, Herb. You know, four and two division for sure. And sweeping the Raiders for sure. Every oh year. my gosh! Yeah, yes. I just want to donkey yes, punch the Raiders, man. I just just want to <laughs> stick their nose into the dirt. Yeah, knock the guy liner off of Derek Carr's face, dude. Oh man, <laughs> I just want to see an Iron Maiden. He's like this, about to pass the ball, and just just Bosa and Mac just, and then yep. the ball just <laughs> shoots up in the air. Yep. Oh, and the, and the guy liner pops <laughs> off of his eyes, dude. Oh goodness yep. gracious! Oh my gosh! Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Ryan yeah, with, uh, yeah, keeping three quarterbacks kind of gets uh, one player to not have a position on this team. And so very true. Very true. It is a hard, hard situation. I mean, we've been saying the 53 man roster cuts are going to be tough. It's going to be, be a tough, lot guys. of tough decisions. Yep. So we will see. We will see. Yeah. Will I think, see. you know, and I think even this week, after this week, there's going to be more cuts, you know, but like yeah. these are, these are still going to be fairly easy cuts to make. Um, yeah. The, the, still, the tough one is through, uh, uh, in yeah. two weeks. In two yes. weeks. That's the big that, one. That's going to be the toughest one. And, uh, it's going to be such a hard thing to see a lot of these players go, you know? Um, yeah. and, but then again, really, yeah, we keep saying 53, but really, realistically, there's going to be more like 63 players on the team. Yeah, um, correct. because of practice squad plus like injuries uh, or not uh not just injuries but uh you know injured reserve you know players yeah, injured reserve so, correct yep. and I think because yep. I, I can't I still haven't figured it out but like did we have like three this year because of COVID rules or something like that because I don't know I think that it's just a cold now so whatever yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah CDC came out and said it was a cold exactly. yeah yeah it's like freaking joke well it, it'll, be, it'll be definitely <laughs> interesting but again yeah. it just goes to show you how much depth this team has right so even the practice squad is going to have good mm-hmm. players that probably yeah. will play at some point this year because injuries do happen yeah um yep. so uh let's let's finish the last question here with aether uh this is a great question i'll be honest with you to some degree i kind of was hoping that we would lock up justin herbert uh now yeah no. Hypothetically, hypothetically, what what if we get a Super Bowl berth, and now we got to pay this guy who, who would let's say we win the Super Bowl, 
And oh my gosh, his contract is going to be gigantic, right? right. So yeah, uh, you know, it's it's an interesting. Now I will say this: they did specifically ask Tom Telesco this. They said, "Well, Tom, wouldn't it be better for you guys to sign him now?" And you know what he said? He said, "It'll all work itself out." The thing yeah. that I like about um, Justin Herbert too. I really question how big of a contract the guy really needs or wants, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Does he have to be the highest paid guy at quarterback? I don't know that he wouldn't mentally need to be that. I would hope that he wouldn't because you, my my concern, and I was talking to you guys about this as well too. I don't know if you guys heard about the Aaron Rodgers meltdown with his team uh, yeah. this last week. They can't afford wide receivers because he's paid too much damn money. And yep. he literally – he brought him in the – Apparently he just unloaded on all of the wide receivers. Said you guys all suck. You're horrible. And I mean he he, he unloaded on them. Apparently it was bad. Apparently it was a big yeah. thing. And I and I sit back and say to myself, if you pay a quarterback that much money, like Mahomes, uh, Aaron Rodgers, it puts you in a bad position. You can't go get Khalil Mack. You can't yep. keep Joey Bosa. You can't keep Derwin James. So I'm hoping that he takes a smaller contract. So he can still have some people. Now you can always restructure your contract. I know that, but yep. it's still something to think about, right? Um, but I think eight yep. years makes a lot of sense. Um, that's a lot of money. Um, I could see a guaranteed of, of 180 to maybe 150. Yeah. Whew, still a lot of damn money, guys. A lot, that's of, a lot of money. That's a lot of coin. Yeah. A lot of well, money, man. I'll say Ooh. this. I'll say this. Uh, if Justin Herbert does win us a Super Bowl, <laughs> I, I would. I would be happy for the Chargers to pay him a billion dollar contract. Like, <laughs> a billion dollars. A billion dollar contract. Dollars. Oh, a billion yeah. dollars. No, billion. With a B. Yeah, no, billion. Yeah. B. Yeah, yeah. B. yeah. So billion. like I don't even care, dude. Like, hey, he, des- <laughs> he deserves every bit of a bit of that cash. One thousand yeah. percent, I would say. Just because I mean, yeah. hey, he finally yeah. got us got us to the bowl. And if he wins yeah. it, oh my goodness. Yeah, Come on yeah, now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There, there well, we better no... we better get that check ready because uh right. you know we, we it's going to happen. So mm-hmm. Herbert's our guy. He's, he's gonna, gonna be happen. Happen. it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's it's Swolbert, dude. It's Swolbert. He's, he's all swole up, dude. That's oh right. Yeah, God. that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, Rex so. Burkhead, boy. I can't even believe he ran all over us like that. Oh, yeah, that was gosh. I, that was I watched painful. a bit of that game again. I was like, oh, yeah, I just man. sat there. I'm like, you, you, were just a, you were just a glutton for pain, aren't you, bro? Yeah, I know. That was, it was yeah. so bad. Shoot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's yeah. Anyways, I'm excited though, guys. I mean, yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens um, with his contract. But I I really do believe it's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, and getting into next camp camp next year for sure. Um, yep. But guys, I I couldn't be more excited about this season. This will be a fun game to watch. And again, remember this, guys. Pretty much, you're gonna see our number twos and and depth players, right? So uh, watch the people rotating in and out. The first groups that are out there, that would really be your twos, your threes. Yeah. Uh, really, the second half is going to be, you know, the younger guys, undrafted free agents that just need yep. to get some reps, you know, and probably not making our squad here, but somewhere else. So for sure. Um, yep. Yeah. And Kyle, Kyle, you got any extra little last points before I close this uh, show out here? Yeah, well, you know, just a few announcements, you know, like, I mean, hey, uh, it's time to bolt the hell up, you know, like I got some links down there and, uh, you know, bolt like, the uh, hell up. yeah, because we got, uh, you know, 
we got a, a link there for the NFL shop. You know, you can you, know, you can freaking buy some product or whatever, buy some merch, get some more jerseys, get some hats, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I'm gonna be at the game today, so if you if you're gonna be there today too, uh, I'll be roaming around Thunder Alley for a little bit, and uh, you know, just come up, say hi. Uh, maybe we'll shoot a little video together. I'll I'll, I'll talk to you and uh, get that going. And to go back to those seagulls, Kobe Bryant book things, like all right, well, I guess I got a bunch of videos. I gotta, I gotta just uh, buckle down and just, and just get up and get them ready for you guys, you know. So, right. uh, we got we got a lot a lot of things to do. In fact, I think you guys, but you and Andy both have some. Uh, uh, James and Andy, they have some footage for like the training camp that I I don't I don't have anymore. So you're gonna have to send it to me, like to send it to my email, you know. Yeah, cool. well, I'll yeah, get that thing sure. taken care of. So, cool. yeah, we'll, um, we'll get, we'll get that over. But you know what, like and. I'll just t- say this though too is like honestly one of my favorite communities for uh for the Chargers is the Charger Bolt family. Uh, you guys, yeah, if yeah. if you guys haven't seen joined that one yet, like I highly recommend it. Uh, you know Ken and Mary, like they run that one. Um, he's he yeah. puts a lot of heart into un, into like into the team and into his channel. Like you know he does a Monday night giveaway every single week. Uh, and you know what? And he's actually my pick for fan of the year this year. Um, yeah. Because you know, talking to him, like you know, he he puts a lot. He bought that that the mascot costume, and he's trying to get that costume back on the field. He's trying to get it out there, you know, trying to get the Chargers another mascot again, you know. And I I think that they have the best chance to do that one, you know. So like, That's I want to awesome. see that. And he That's that awesome. that mascot was there for the Super Bowl. So let's bring that Super yeah, Bowl yeah. energy back with Absolutely. his his outfit back on that field too, you know. So let's uh, go. Yeah, like man. It. So let's get let's go. Let's do this. Yep. So. Yeah. So one thing, one thing I'll also tell you too, guys, is that uh, we're on all the medias, right? We're on, yeah. we're on the gram. Uh, actually, and we post different content at different locations as well, too. So if you, if you're just looking at us on YouTube, check us out on Instagram as well, too, because we post a lot of stuff about fantasy football. And mm-hmm. just so you know, guys, we are going to be in a fantasy football league against the oh, other yes. uh, Charger YouTubers. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty see. cool. So um, there, we, a, there's a lot of information on that too. Kyle, you want to talk a little bit more about that? And um, yeah, so I actually, don't know if how you, are we going to be doing that? Are we going to be doing a weekly episode on it, an update, or how's that playing out? I, yeah, that'll I be a lot of should, fun. We should definitely do talk about it a little bit more. Um, and yeah. like we should definitely like you know you know like clown on the other teams for having like <laughs> uh, uh, as much as possible. You know, like because but honestly, dude, it's it's a deep league. Like you yeah, know, don't tell me wrong. It's a teams, very yeah, yeah. So uh, I think there's supposed to be potentially up to 16 teams That's on this cool. freaking league. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but right now, like they haven't announced that there's a couple new new teams that have already been uh, added to the league. Uh, but for the most part, though, like it's all the major players here in, on YouTube for sure. So um, cool. Yeah. So you know, we got Chargers chat, Bolt beat. The, the news play diehard bolt club uh the president uh, yeah. president there los rios like so actually it's kind of like me the, the los rios and the bolt bros are kind of teaming up together <laughs> because like i because I, I, i'm kind of in with all of them anyways so it's like we, yeah. We, yeah so Uh-oh. it's like we yeah. got two we got two teams we represent two teams, two <laughs> right teams. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. yeah 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 there you go uh locked on chargers uh rivers lake yacht club uh, the director is going to be there. Guilty as charged. Chargers unleashed. Charges to the game. You know, and you know, so it's going to be amazing, dude. Like, it's, it's going to awesome. be really fun. Uh, obviously, yeah. Actually, thank God it is not a paid league. I mean, I would, I would gladly put down hundred dollars for this league. Oh, whatever. Easy. Yeah, I'd, but I'd, I'd throw, you know, yeah. but yeah. Uh, but you know what? I mean, 
because it's such a deep league, I'm really glad that it's only it's completely free because yeah. I'm like, oh my uh, gosh, it's uh, gonna be so tough. Like, man, yeah. like we all three of us has to be like on top of it in order <laughs> for these bragging rights, yeah. you know? Right. So yeah. um yep, absolutely, man. No, but yeah, exciting. I think I think we should definitely like we'll plan to have like maybe a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night kind of discussion between each other's yeah. about yeah. like, you know, what we should do and stuff. So yeah, I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. And so. again, on Instagram, you follow us bolt bros on Instagram. We have, mm -hmm. we talk a lot about fantasy football over there. It's a different yeah. crowd. This is yeah. longer format type videos, right? Yes. On YouTube specifically, but Instagram is a little bit faster, a little quicker, you know, the reels and so on, so on and so forth. So, yeah. so yeah. follow us on, on those other platforms as well. We're on Twitter, Twitch. Yep. Man, we're, we're on we're on all the medias, guys. We're on all the that's medias. Right. We're just, you know, we're, we're going to take over the world here pretty soon, especially when we win the Super Bowl, son. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap up the show because we got we got a post-game show that we're going to be doing, too, after the game. Yep. Yep. I think yep. it might just be Andy and I. So um, that's definitely going to be going down, and mm -hmm. hopefully it all works out well and technology doesn't fail us again. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Either way, once again, guys, thanks so much for participating and joining our stream. We uh, we we are all here and just about the community and growing up this thing out with the Chargers and we love the Chargers and love having you guys be a part of it and uh, connect with you guys. So once again, Absolutely. my name is James. I'm here with my two bros, Andy and Kyle, Bolt Bros. Don't punt. Let's go. <laughs> yep. Um, so uh, we're here once again, Bolt Bros. We're here to talk about the post game for the Chargers Cowboys game. Uh, I don't know whatever the score is, thirty three to thirty two to ten right now. Thirty two to ten. Two minutes. Yep. Looks like Chase Daniels got some things kind of moving along though. I mean, there's maybe a chance that they might have one final drive where they get a little score in, which which would know, be, nice, be nice right? to see a little bit of something, right? You know, some sort of positivity out of this game. I mean. Uh, Andy and I were chatting a lot during this call uh, or during this game a bit. And just there's not a whole heck of a lot that we could point at this game being a positive by any means. I mean, the one <laughs> I mean, if we want to jump into it once again, I'm James. Yeah, well, I mean, Andy, well, I mean, I, I, well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Let's let's watch the end of the game. Let's let's talk through it a little bit. Yeah. They're showing Josh Palmer. He's looking OK. Some interesting yeah. things here, but oh my gosh, what what an interesting game! I, I mean, where do we even start at this point, right? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, Ben. I mean, I mean preseason definitely lowered my expectations for depth and coaching. We we were chatting a lot about that, Ben. Um, yep. While we were chatting, and we're thinking when we came into this season, we kept thinking, man, we got so much depth. Oh my gosh, we got so we're much depth. So much great. depth. Like we're our draft class looks great. I, I think we have like a, a good amount of layers of depth, even at the third position. And then we're starting to look at these guys and we're like, boy, I don't even know if some of these guys just need to be in the NFL or could should yeah. be in the NFL kind of thing. Um, I mean, that's a thing too. Yeah. Ben too. That's also a great point. Just don't know how to fix the special teams. And I, and we're once again at that same point where we've had that issue for multiple years and these scrubs right now are, the guys that I, I should not say scrubs. I'm not in the NFL. So I'm, I'm really the scrub here. <laughs> by the way. I'm a scrub. I'm a minus 10 scrub at this point. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, I've never been to the NFL, you oh know, my gosh. 
like but I it's, sit- just, it's very frustrating because these are the guys that are going to be out there trying to make those plays for special teams, and we got smoked on that special teams. I mean, we yeah. we definitely did not look organized. It kind of makes me think a little bit about you know our our day one practice with uh, the Cowboys and how they were chatting about. Like we went in there with no plan, and we're just like, "Yeah, see what happens." What did what did Herbert give up? Like eight, get eight sacks essentially in uh, game or day one with the Cowboys practice. I mean, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. So, well, um, you know, and 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 like, let, let's see the end of the game. Let's just let's let's see this last drive, and then we'll kind of get into our thoughts. I, I, you know, it's it's one of those things where I just sit back and say to myself, "Man, we were going back." James and I were talking the whole second half together. Kyle might join us live. Um, he he left early from the game, but you know it's 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 frustrating because I'll say this: as a fan, the worst losses are when you don't even show up. Yeah, you don't even show up. You literally look like I I, I mean. Yeah. Like you don't even know, you, like you, like you, you, you completely forgot how to play a game, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and my argument across the board has always been, well, Oof. is that coaching or is that yeah. the players you have now? Oh, here we go. Okay, here we're getting close. We're getting close. We're getting close yeah. to score here. I, you know, I would love to see us at least score one more touchdown here, and be at the end. I know, yep. James, you're a little bit ahead of me, aren't you? Yeah, I think I'm a little bit ahead, but okay. All right. Well, there we go. I think a lot of people are going to want to see, you know, how this at least ends up. There you go. Got a touchdown. And it's uh, guess guess who the touchdown is? By the way, Bandy, dude. Bandy. Okay, I got to do something on Bandy. Okay, so so James, you and I we've discussed Bandy so many times, and I I am so impressed with this guy. He's a little guy. He's just a little guy. Remember that from uh, (laughs) Tommy Boy? He's just a little guy. <laughs> but dude, like it's it's amazing to me how look, he's got heart, man. Like yeah. that th- I'm sorry. Like don't give up. Don't yeah. give up. And we're going to talk more about this later on, you know, and you know, James and I got notes. We've been talking for a long time. All right, let's, let's see what happens here. You got Xander Horvath or excuse me, that's Gabe. Wait, 40 is 40 Gabe Neighbors that's, or Yeah, it's Gabe Neighbors. Neighbors. Yeah, he just got the two-point conversion, too. Man, I just – I kind of breaks my heart, but I don't think that guy's got a spot on the on the roster at this point. Well, it's kind of interesting he's playing this late in the game. You know, that's, that's it's kind very of interesting. interesting to see. You know, it, yep. it sucks because that's like – that's Herbert's boy. Totally Herbert's boy. Oh, yeah. what happened? Oh, did you see what happened? Hold on, hold on. Cowboy guy right there. What happened? 41. He hurt himself. Cowboy, he was gonna he was gonna blow up. Oh. Yeah, he was gonna blow up Gabe Neighbors, and he just literally pulled up lame on it. Oh man! All right, so there's a few folks in here, guys. Put your thoughts in there, your angers, your frustrations. Yep. Put it in the thread. Every, Questions, all hey, that stuff. Throw it out there. We want an open discussion, guys. We want an open discussion, flat out. Yep. And that's partially why we wanted to start this early because we were super frustrated. Yeah. And. You know, I, look, I understand we're playing a lot of our scrubs, but are they are they that badly coached at this point? Right? Is 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 that what we're looking at at this point? Yep. And yeah. as as often as we talk about how I think our coaching staff is great, 
Woo. We're not yeah. seeing a lot of good. We're not seeing a lot of positive yeah. at all. So, you know, there's a lot of youth in our coaching staff too. And um, yeah. they, they are kind of learning on the fly. And I mean, Ryan Fickens is a guy that's been in the league for a really long yep. time. Very long time. And I mean, today, I mean, he's probably, he's, he's, he's running hot right now. I guarantee it. Probably saying like, holy smokes. We gave up two, uh, well, kick return and a punt return for a touchdown. Now, Carlo Kemp is looking great, by the way. Carlo Kemp looks good. He looks good. Carlo Kemp looks pretty good. He gets around the edge pretty well. Davis actually looks pretty good, too. He gets around the edge pretty well. Davis Um, looked good. Gaziano. I I want Italian food now because of Gaziano. There you I, go. I want some like, uh, going to victory formation. So game's over 32-18 yeah. uh Dallas. All right, so um maybe we just start up let's just start it up James, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, let's 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 just get it going here. So um actually I should probably message Kyle here real quick. Let's just, let's see if he can even show up at this point. Yeah, he's um, probably driving right now. So he's probably driving. Yeah, he around, probably is. So. All right guys, so um all right, let's do, let's do the intro. And uh, we'll go from there. So uh, I'll hit I'll hit the little go button, and uh, we'll, we'll make it happen, guys. Let's go. We'll, we'll, we'll get into our actual notes, guys. We'll get into our actual notes. <laughs> I'm sure Kyle. I, I promise you, right now, Kyle's heated. I, I yeah. promise you, he's heated at this point. Oh, so, I'm sure he is. And you know, and guys, one, one of the things I will say about us is we also like to be realistic about our expectations. Yep. This right here is a kick in the dick, big time. Kick <laughs> in the dick. And but but at the end of the day, look, it's okay. It's okay to understand yep. that, right? And that's fine. So let's let's get into it, okay, guys? Let's right. go. Oh bros. Oh bros, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Woo. All righty. Yep. Okay. Well, so all right. uh what was it? Uh Final score 32-18 Cowboys. 32-18. 32-18. So, yeah, so not, not fun to look at that score by any means. Um, no, not at all. But um yeah. why don't we get into some notes, James? You know, and uh, yeah. guys, you know, like I said, put put some thoughts out there. Um Ben, everybody, throw some thoughts out there. Let us know what you guys think. So uh Anyways, why don't, you, why don't you throw out some of your first half thoughts, and uh, we'll go from there. I know I got I got a bunch of friends just blowing me up right now, just saying, "Hey, man, what's going on?" Yeah, what's happening here? Yeah, I mean, but you know, look at the end of the day, let's 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 have an open discussion, guys. Like, so let's talk about it. So, all right, yeah, give us some of your thoughts, James. Yeah, and I know we already chatted about the special teams a bit and everything, but man, it, it's wild to see. Obviously, we got smoked by what's his name, Cavante uh, Turpin. I mean, that Turpin. guy's speedy, and he's like that's five. a fish. Yeah, he's like that's a fish. That's a fish. A Turpin. 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 Tur- 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 Wait, <laughs> Turpin. Um, so he's like five six, like yep. buck fifty. It looks like out there running around, just speedy dude. Um, like kind of think of like a Darren Sproles kind of guy and everything like yeah. that. And uh, dude. What frustrated me about this whole thing and and seeing the special teams, like we got this guy, Ryan Ficken. We're hoping that he's going to be the guy to put things together. We got J.K. Scott. We got one of the better best long snappers in the game. Uh, you think, hey, we got things that are going to roll for us and, and do well. Well, guess what? I mean, if we looked at the two touchdowns, the kickoff return, 
for some reason or another, it seemed like the guy had plenty of space to run. Maybe one guy trying to go after him and he missed tackles. And it just felt like it was just like the parting of the Red Sea for this guy. And yeah. I just ran through, no problem. Did the same thing on the kick or the, the punt return too. There was one guy there, missed a tackle, and then it was just the parting of the Red Sea at that point. So that's extremely frustrating to watch that because we all know as Charger fans, our special teams have always been a mess. And we're seeing that again. And, you know, once again, these aren't probably the starters of special Correct. teams. Correct. So yep. you have to take this as a grain of salt in a sense, but we are still concerned about this. Uh, and I think that's a that's a big thing about this game. There's not a whole lot of positives coming out of this game that I could point to, but that's one that's a high negative for us. Exactly. So. Yep. So I know Ben stopping the run, horrible special teams, terrible. Yep. Tackling was awful. All right, so I'm going to say this. I talked to you about this for quite a while, James, is is clearly during our practices, we are not putting people on the ground. We're we're not trying to actually tackle people. And And I understand the conversation around doing that because you don't want to injure our folks. Yeah. And but the problem is, 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 is we're not game ready, right? We're not game ready. We're not even showing up right and and even making you know an effort right now I again I understand I understand the concept of look we got a lot of players on our team that are undrafted free agents or people we picked yep. up that just want to get some some footage maybe get picked up by another team but the problem is is that we're still putting players in danger JK yep. Scott our punter is out there right Dude, yep. he's a weapon. And and guys, he's one of the best punters in the league. I mean, his hang time yep. is a little over five Ridiculous. seconds. It's amazing. Yep. Yep. And I'm sorry, we're not block. I mean, we blocked him okay, which is great, but what if he got hurt? Yeah. You know, what what if even you know Stick or Daniel got hurt, our backup quarterbacks? I mean, that's just it, you know, it's it's yeah, oh, you know, it's 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 tough to watch. And, and and I and I the only positive I would say is that, you know, we th- these are people that probably will not be there week one. Sure. But it sucks because we, you know, even even if they're not there week one, it 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 makes me question coaching, right? And yeah. getting people ready. Yep. Well, and we we go back to that and we've referred it multiple times that, that Texans yep. game and showing how bad our depth was during that time. And that game and preparation seemed to be really, really bad. And and Brandon Staley said, hey, that was on me. I didn't have yep. the guys in the right position. I didn't have them. I, I thought these guys knew what they were doing, but they guess they did not. Um, those are the things that you think a little bit about. And, and you think about hopefully we don't have another COVID-type game or anything that comes into this next season or whatnot. But, I mean, in this preseason, we're starting to see these young guys out there that are trying to make a statement for themselves to make this team are not doing yep. a very good of you know getting on this team somewhere or another now yeah it, it's a tough thing to watch it's a tough thing to watch and I, I i have a very hard time kind of looking at this and i know i in the broadcast they were chatting about hey brandon staley's just trying to find guys that could play in the system and yep man is a big thing within this system and they're trying to find those guys in the backfield that could do that and 
it's going to take a while to figure these guys out. But I mean, at this point, I mean, we've got cuts again coming up here shortly. And some of these guys we know are probably not going to be on the team this time uh, around. So it'll be interesting to see if maybe they even do put in some of the actual starters in next week just to kind of show the guys, hey, this is how the job is done. This is how we get it done around here kind of thing. I I, I get scared about preseason football and putting in starters because, once again, this game really doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. A whole heck of a lot. But Right. So. Yeah, and, and it really doesn't, but – Man, you still got to wonder, though, like how actual game day prepared are we, yeah. right? And I and I understand the concept of, look, I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a whole video on this tomorrow, and I even shared this with James and Kyle, that, you know, we had eight potential sacks on our ones on Justin Herbert with, uh, you know, our preseason game with the Cowboys. Was it, That was the first actual yeah, scrimmage game, practice, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. First practice game, eight sacks yep. on him, on our ones versus ones, right? That yep. sucks. Yep. And don't get me wrong, I get that. Okay, it's a scrimmage. And we had this weird attitude about it. Like, yeah, you know, we weren't really paying attention to it. And, oh, we weren't going to do a whole lot. But, yep. guys, this is an aggressive sport. This ain't no tickling convert. This ain't no <laughs> tickling contest, right? We're not there just Gucci, Gucci, gooing people. Right. Yeah. We, we got to show up and it's yeah. a violent sport. We got to show up and make things happen. And, you know, coaching's my concern. I just, I threw that in the chat and I, yeah. I, I hundred percent believe that's the issue right now. And I don't know, you, I, I get the concept of letting people play, but dude, we, yeah. we need to start seeing some real things happen and some improvements, yeah. you know? I mean, unless, in last preseason, and I looked it up just to see what 2021 was for preseason. And once again, I don't yeah. really look too heavily about preseason, but I do want to see the preparation. I do want to see players actually doing their job well. I do want to see that happen. And, you know, when you come out of a game like this where you just get, the you know, the snot beat out of you, you kind of feel like, and you just do error after error and t- bad tackling, not being in the right position, just didn't feel very good coming out of that game. Um you know, I, I'm thinking looking at last season and saying, okay, all right, what do we do in preseason last year? Then we basically, we only won one out of three games last season too. We got beat down pretty bad by the Seahawks. I think it was 24 to zero or something like that. I mean, there's, yeah. there's very little about this too. I mean, how that bases on the full season. I mean, we ended the season nine and eight, obviously, like we know, and we ended on a bad note ending the season one and three, basically. For sure. Um, so I don't know what, where I'm looking at it as is you hope we're finding the right guys that fit the right position of need for us. And and a lot of these guys, once again, NFL stands for not for long. And a lot of these guys don't have a lot of chances in the NFL. And so my hopes is that we really, really push these guys out and we find the right guys that fit well for us and we move on. Um, I mean, once again, we're not playing a lot of our ones very few of our ones outside of Trey Pipkins and Storm Norton, if they're going to be our right tackle. Uh, yeah. Zion Johnson is going to be obviously our guy at the the right guard too. Um, you know, Joshua Palmer, you know, and shout out to Joshua Palmer. I'll give a positive to him. He did do he did well. Great. He had that long 46-yard uh, catch. And then he also had that uh, big play screen too uh, to be able to get a touchdown. So he had a couple good plays there too, but you know, the thing is, though, they're just trying to find the right guys right now. So I think right now we 
it's just frustrating to see that we actually didn't play a competitive game right now. That's the thing. And there's yeah, a lot and, of errors, a lot of mess ups. Yeah. And, and like, you know, you brought up the line, right? You brought up right yeah. tackle, you know, and I, and again, I don't want to leave, you know, too much into where we stand at this point, but uh, you know, during the scrimmage games, Pipkins and Storm Road, actually Pipkins gave up, I think two sacks yeah. to Justin Herbert. And yeah. then um, Storm didn't do too great either. Right. So it was interesting. Storm started right at yeah. right tackle, James. Yep. So that, that should let us know that Storm is probably our number one at this point, right? I really do believe that there's you need to pay attention to who starts the game. In my yep. opinion, those are the starters, at, at least from the people that are out there on the field, sure. right? Sure. So, okay. So my, my thought is, okay, well, what's going to happen, uh, you know, week one versus the Raiders? Like, I mean, you guys are all talking about it, right? All right. What are we going to do? Yeah. Here's my frustration. Um, it's clear that we're playing a lot of, you know, probably non-starters, but guys, does that mean we go out and get Daryl Williams? We talked about this on our pregame. We talked about this quite a bit. Do we go out and get Daryl Williams, right? He's, he's, yeah. he's awesome. Right. Tackle from the bills. I promise you he is going to ask for big money. Right. Yeah. And do we pay him? I mean, yeah. I, I think the last stat I saw is he wants like five or $6 million a year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. is it worth it? Right. But yeah. look, it's Justin Herbert. He's our biggest crown jewel. Guys, yep. what do you guys think? Should we go out and get a, a Daryl Williams, a right tackle? Because, you know, I keep looking at our line and go, wow, a lot of gaps, a lot of holes. Now, yep. you know, we, we can talk about this all day, but, you know, it's interesting yeah. to see. Yep. I mean, it's interesting. And yeah, last game, too, uh, Trey Pipkin started that game uh, for week one of preseason. This one, it was basically Storm Norton. Um, I, you know, this, the thing is, though, I'm looking at like Storm Norton started the first and second drive. Kind of yep. didn't really see a whole heck of a lot first there. And second, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. He had a penalty basically in third and five, kind of gave up on the play, too. Um, there was kind of, and that was not a, a penalty he had. It was a penalty that we got where we got a free play. And Storm yep. Norton just seemed kind of a little like, ah, you know, like we got whatever, which, you know, uh, Easton Stick could have bombed the ball out and try to see if he could get a little bit more yards, but he had to kind of rush the pass because um, Norton's kind of gave up on the play. And so those are kind of the effort kind of plays that I did not see from him as yeah. a negative. Um, as for Pipkins, he seemed to do okay uh, on the Palmer TD. Um, he seemed like he was the lead blocker, but kind of got in the way a little bit from Palmer. So they kind of like collided with each other in a weird way. And then he like muscled his <laughs> way into the end zone. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't anything like great to see, but I mean, heck it all worked out in the end, I guess, to get a touchdown. Um, but, um, and then Storm Norton did come back in too, got beat bad on a penalty too. Um, there was a little bit of hand grabbing and kind of just trying to put your arms out or whatnot to try to get the guy. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing to see where this is all going to, because I mean, if it's going to be one of these guys, you could always have a, a tight end on the right side of him to kind of help him with protection. Yeah, a little chip block. Sure, sure. We could chip a block real quick or have a have Xander, you know, chip block on the right side or whatnot. But there's like ways that we could work around this to help them out. Now, we can't expect right. them to always have help. They still have to do it themselves at some point, too. 
because that's one less guy that we need, one less guy that we could have on the field, or I should say we could put another guy on the field to be able to be another target for Herbert. So um, either way, I don't feel like there was really much of a divide or change or who's really going to be the right tackle so far. So it's still a work in progress right now. <laughs> so Well, and, and you're right, right? And it kind of is. And so, I mean, I understand the concept, again, we've discussed this, of letting players play, right? Some of these players are not going to make our team. We get yep. that. We know that. The coaches already know that. They've already made the decision. They're out there. Let me quote my nephew, Aiden. They're getting the wiggles out, right? They're, 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 <laughs> they're out there. They're getting they're getting the wiggles out. They're they're out there doing their thing, yeah. But oh my gosh, man! Like, I just get nervous, right? Th these are our depth players as well, too. And I understand the concept of playing safe and being nice, but yeah. yo, holy yeah. smokes, man! That was bad. Tough. Tough. That was bad, you Tough. know. And I mean, the cowboy. Don't get me wrong. You guys remember one of the older videos we did a long time ago? Man, like literally, probably like week three into our podcast. Yeah, I broke down all of the teams from last season, and Cowboys were doing really well, right? They were, you know, overall special teams, defense, yeah. and offense. They were very highly ranked. They were probably fifth or sixth in the league. Yep. Um. So they have depth. They have players. They have people. But man, you know. They're not that good, right? The Rams won the Super Bowl, and we look better against the Rams, right? Yeah. Way better against the Rams. But I mean, let's, I mean, I'm yep. talking like exponentially better. Yep. So, you know, it's interesting to think about. Um, yep. Well, how, how know, many special teams, uh, yards did we give up? Uh, the first half, what was it like almost 100, almost 200 yards, right? Yeah, it was 184 yards basically. You got two touchdowns on <laughs> it on us. I mean, that's. That's ugly to look at. I mean, wow. The, the the thing about this game, and in it, and and we'll switch over from special teams to just focus on the quarterbacks too. Yeah, sure. Um, right. I mean, I was excited to be able to see Easton Stick start the game too. and see kind of what Me he too. could do and yep. see where he could go. What did he end up doing? Well, nothing very positive in my opinion. Um, basically, he had 134 yards, one touchdown, one pick, and a fumble. The fumble yep. was put in a position where the Cowboys only had to get, you know, 20 something yards or whatnot to be able to get a touchdown. So it was on our side of the field and it really wasn't anything great. Now, both Easton Stick and both Chase Daniels didn't really have like the best of days by any means. And I felt like the O-line was kind of struggling all around. Um, I believe it's it's tough to watch this. And I mean, there's no real change even to say who's going to be the second or third quarterback for us. It does show once again, if things get down to that point to where we need to have a quarterback for a couple series or whatnot, Oh, it's going to get brutal. It's, it's going to get brutal. brutal for us. It's going to be brutal. So I don't know. I did see Zion out there too. He seemed to do okay out there. He seemed to not be he that bad, but yeah, he, he was out there with uh, Easton stick and, uh, you know, that's good to see, but once again, that quarterback class really didn't get anywhere at all for us, and it just seemed kind of stagnant. But once again, the the, the thing is that we are getting a little riled up on guys that are not probably going to make this team or be practice squad guys kind of thing. Correct. So Correct. There is a little bit of a point to where we're quite overreacting already on a Saturday night, right. but right. at the same side, it's, it's, not fr it's, it's frustrating with the expectations that we have for this team. 
that's the Correct. that's the biggest part of this. I mean, people chimed in here saying, like, man, we got to do something now about this. We need to see we need to see some change right now. This O line needs a change. We need a yeah. fire Telesco. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But 100%. Yep. Remember, this is preseason. They're trying to figure out who's who and who's what, who's the players and who's not the players kind of thing. Yeah, that's what they're trying to figure out right now. Well, and, and not only that, it's very clear they are letting all of their undrafted free agents, everyone that has is even yep. on the team with a uniform. All right, go go out there and make it happen. Yep. My concern, though, again, and I said this at the very beginning, I know a lot of people, we got a lot more people in now when I said this earlier. So that J.K. Scott's our punter, right? Yep. You got you got people out there protecting him to kick the ball that, man, couldn't block their grandma at this point, <laughs> from what I can tell, right? Yeah. I mean, their 90-year-old grandma, she could just bust in, right? And yep. look, I I understand not putting people out there that don't or, or you know, hey, let's, let's give them a chance to play. Yeah. But – you also got to protect people that you care about and are going to be part of your team moving forward. Right. So uh, that's a little bit, that's a little bit scary, you know, to me. Right. So it is. Um, it is. Yeah. I mean, I, Hey, look, look, uh, Carlos, I agree. It's preseason unacceptable. Look, I, and I said this earlier, uh, you guys may have missed this, but for me, my biggest frustrations of any loss is when a team, when, when, when your team does not show up, Yep. Like it's like they didn't get off the bus yeah. and even play. Like, yep. dude, make it competitive. You know, the Raiders Charger game last season was so hard for me, but I still I still walked away saying, you know what? They tried, they did everything they could do. It went down to the wire, and we just came up short. And yep. as frustrating as it is to say that, because you know, I hate the Raiders. I mean, I despise <laughs> the Raiders, yeah. right? A hundred percent. And but at the end of the day, all right, well, they at least showed up, right? Yep. This is a game where we didn't even show up. We didn't yep. show up. Yep. Let's go Wildcat. Let's go right Wildcat, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's roll. Let's make it happen. Hey, look, I'll tell yeah. you right now. I mean, look, I. why not, right? Yep. We could do it. So, well, you got anyway. Pat White as one of the guys on the offensive White, side, yep. too. And he, he would be one of those guys to kind of fill in a Wildcat position. You know, Carlos was talking a little bit about he was scared when he saw Spiller go down because Spiller was only in for maybe two drives. Yeah, it was seeing him hobbling off the field. So that's a little yeah, bit of an alarming thing to see. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see if we have any information on that. I was actually yeah. going to take a look at that. So, um, no, it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, freaking frustrated me. You know, I mean, man, I just, I just, you know, you got to wonder yeah. why was it this bad? Right. Yeah. And and I understand we're we're letting people play, but man, you gotta yeah. do your job a little bit, right? So Yep. I don't know. Well, it's interesting because like Telesco's in his I believe tenth year now as a GM for the Chargers. Yeah, a little I mean, over yeah, ten years, ten years, yeah. And he's kind of barely just figuring out the right guys to draft for like O line. And I mean that's still to be determined too, because I feel like there was always that struggle of trying to find some guy in the O line and we put a lot of bit, a lot of uh, draft picks in there, and they don't work out or whatnot. And so, there's a lot of learning still for for them. And I think every coach and every GM, everybody is still learning on the fly. And I mean, I think it's kind of prevalent sometimes with this team. And uh, it seems like Telesco doesn't do a very good job sometimes of the draft, but 
you know, at the same side, you can't hit a home runs with every single pick, by the way. Um, it's, it's a tough situation, but it is tough to watch. I mean, year after year, just having terrible special teams. And once again, this is preseason. Remember, it is preseason. I mean, there is a little bit of an Correct. overreaction here, too. So, guys, don't get too hung up on it still. So, last year, we yeah, had right. two bad couple teams. We weren't great. We weren't fantastic by any means. But there was a little bit of stability once we started getting in um, a better kick returner and then a better uh, field goal kicker. So, there was slight s- stability there. And, and, and it's very clear that Brandon Staley doesn't want to play anybody that's a starter early, get hurt. Okay, well, here's what sucks. I'm just looking at this right now. It's Spiller did suffer an ankle injury. Yep. And very unclear about um, how long it's going to take or he's going to be questionable. So, well, I yep. will say this. Guys, if you watch my running back video, I think Joshua Kelly is our number two at this point, right? Uh, yep. What does that mean? Probably Spiller will be probably sidelined for probably the rest of the, the postseason, or well, uh, you know, preseason, I should say. Pre-season. Not yeah. postseason, preseason. We're almost there. Yeah, we're almost. Yeah, we're going to make a postseason. We're going to make a postseason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, look, that sucks. Guys, I promise you, this is exactly what our coaching staff didn't want to see happen. Yep. That sucks. And, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where they can sit back all day and say, well, you know, okay, that's why we don't play our starters because they could yep. get hurt. Look, Zach Wilson, third or fourth drive, blows his knee, and he's yeah. out two to four weeks, right? He's the starter for the Jets, and it's just it's unfortunate, right? So, yeah. you know, great. Well, we're going to see some Josh Kelly and Roundtree moving forward, and who knows what's yeah. going to happen with Spiller, right? Spiller, I think, is fantastic, but um, yeah. interesting. Um, uh, so, Canto, you guys think you should keep both Stick and Daniel? Choose one, man. I would – oh, God. I mean, yeah. I guess maybe Daniel. I don't know. But, th- no, I would probably say Stick. I think Stick's got better upside. I think Daniel's already – you know, Daniel is already that guy that has been in the league a long time but just didn't make yeah. it happen. So I would say yeah. Stick is the guy. But, man, but the thing that's nice about Daniel is Daniel's really like an on-field coach at this point, right? So sure. that's a good thing. Yeah. So, but but that sucks because I really do believe that that Stick is probably the only guy. I mean, he Stick lost three games in college, three games yeah. total, yep. <laughs> three games. Yeah. He's a baller, and he could do it. And 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 you know, but he just got to sh- he he needs to show it. The, yeah. But again, to his detriment, he has not had any any real work that we've seen with the ones or twos. He's pretty much been yeah. with all the scrubs at this point. So, you know, it would be a different game once we have the ones or twos out there. Yeah, what do you okay. think, James? Yeah, you know, and I, I've kind of had that thought of if they decide to go with one quarterback, yeah, I'd go Easton yep. Stick in my opinion. Now, yeah, me too. with Chase Daniels, if you'd say, hey, you obviously can't put him on the practice squad, but you would say, hey, we'll let you go. But guess what we want to do? We want to make sure to keep you on the coaching staff. How about you be assistant quarterback coach? Because, I mean, if he's really just going to be that guy on the sideline just helping out Herbert yeah. and pay him – I don't know how many couple million dollars. I mean, you could just throw that couple million dollars, throw it in a salary for him to be a coach for this season yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe right. he'll be fine with that. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing that you have to think about because I mean, that other position and, and having two quarterbacks versus having a third quarterback. I mean, once again, you can put Easton stick back to the practice squad too and keep chase Daniels just in case, but I don't know. You That one position could be a difference between another player that can be an impact player for this team. So it is a, is it a possibility to be able to kind of do that? I mean, who knows? I mean, that's when we get to the 53 man 
uh, roster and see kind of what they decide to do. Um, so yeah, we will see. Yeah, we'll definitely we see. see. Um, you know, so all right, so let's uh, let's let's talk about any positives. I mean, I, I would say yep. this at this point: Palmer looked good. Yep. Yep. But he was Palmer out there good. for what one or two series, maybe. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He Carl wasn't in there too good. long. Uh, yep. but he made a couple impact plays. Obviously that screen was great. It was awesome to see that, um, that long 46 yard throw from Easton stick was pretty good. Um, Michael Davis had a breakup too on a third and nine play, which was pretty yep. good to see. Yep. Um, nice. Nice. Great yep. to see that. Uh, Chris Rump did a tackle for a loss on a run play loss of three yards. So that was good to see. Yep. Um, Joshua Kelly seemed like he had some pretty good things kind of moving he around. All right. He yeah, looked all right. He too. didn't look bad. Yep. Um, Morgan Fox <laughs> had a stop at third and one. Um, Megan Fox. Oh, she's so sexy. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Fox. Oh, Michael J. No. Michael J. Fox is what do we got? We got well, how many foxes we got out there? Um, yeah. I mean, there, there really wasn't a whole heck of a lot that you could really point no. to that felt good no. about. Like, I mean, there was very few things. It was, it, maybe it was really, really hard for us to see a lot of the positivities and, and not to look yep. negatively at this game, but it was just an ugly game all around for us. So, I mean, if I'm going to choose an MVP, I'll go with, uh, you know, Joshua Palmer and uh, yeah. we'll call it at that point. Well, I mean, um, and then I, I I would I would also I would I would say Michael Bandy looked pretty good. Bandy. Bandy looked pretty good. Bandy looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, guys, we're giving you a positive sandwich, right? Okay. So so that that's what it's called. It's called a positive sandwich, right? You, you get you give you give some negative, then you give some positive in the middle, okay? Rating positive right now, and then we give some more negative, okay? That's that's, that's a positive sandwich, right? That's any any conflict conversation, it's always a positive sandwich. Yeah, but I mean, really, like you know, it th there wasn't a lot of, of good that we could say. In fact, I promise you, uh, Brandon Staley's probably going to say the exact same thing. Um, he's probably going to sound exactly as uh, negative as he was during the um, Texans game last season. Yeah, where yeah that he, was so bad. I, he literally looked at the camera and said, "We did nothing correct on defense, yep. right?" And that's exactly what he's going to say. I, I mean, I don't even have to watch it at this point. Yep. In fact, we probably should turn it on just to see what he says, but. Yeah, I mean, bottom line, guys. Look, at the end of the day, it sucks. I, I understand the yeah. concept of letting these players play, but nothing worked out, right? Um, yeah. What 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 about what did my brother here say? Oh, here we go. This is perfect. Here, here's from Kyle, the other boat, bro. What is your <laughs> boat, bros? <laughs> yeah, it was, bad. I mean, it was bad. It was right, but yeah. I mean, look, I mean, running back room is hot garbage. Yeah. Well, look, at the end of the day, guys, you can't run the ball with a line that can't. Poke Can't a block. hole for you in the defense, yep. right? So, yep. you know, it, it's it's interesting, right? I mean, okay, so let me let me take a step back for just a second and say why I love football so much. It's the ultimate team sport, yep. right? In order to make that play work, everyone on that team, everyone on that offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball has to do their job. Yep. When they don't do it, guess what? It doesn't work. Yep. And that's the point, right? We literally saw the people out there not executing their jobs. Yeah. Now the argument is, well, that's what our coaching staff wants to figure out who out yep. there 
can do their job. Yeah. I understand the concept of, all right, well, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but this is kind of like back in the, 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 the medieval days when, when you, when you send out like your lowest ranking warriors into battle, <laughs> go out there, do what you can do. You're amazing. Yeah. Go for it. Yep. That's kind of what we saw today, guys. We saw yep. the scrubs just get destroyed. Right. So Look, again, when we say positives, negatives, look, at the end of the day, we know these are not starters. They're not going to be our guys out there day one against the Raiders. But it's still disappointing to see how bad they look across the board. So, anyways. so You know, one thing I'll even bring up as a stat for something that's a positive, and it's it's kind of a – kind of a little bit of like digging deep to try to find some positivity here. HH4 sure. talked a little bit about, you know, can't stop the run. Um, and and to be honest, we didn't do as bad uh, no. on stopping the run. Um, They're right. Uh, we actually only gave up 115 yards, which that still isn't We that gave up bad. 103, 103 last time, right? Yep, exactly. So we're kind of keeping in that zone. Uh, we only – they had 33 attempts and a 3.4 uh, yard per attempt on runs. Now that doesn't sound great, but as as most running backs, they want to be able to have a four or five average per run. So they're below average basically for a premier sure. back. So if there is going to be a positive against the run, hey, there was a little bit of a good, you know, point to where we did only gave up 115 yards. I would love to be able to get in the lower hundreds or you know yes. the higher 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah. But hey. Once again, we're playing with our twos, threes, and fours right now. Yeah, like, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. It's, but maybe the system is working, and maybe we think it's working a little bit better. I mean, than we think. Um, I think once we basically bring in, you know, our ones, we would think it would be a lot better there. So that's just kind of where I'm sitting at right now. What I'm seeing so far from the stats, if I'm breaking something down as a positive, that's a good positive. What basically killed this game, special teams, fumble, basically gave up uh, 22 points by itself. So 100%. This Turpin guy dry humped us. We'll move on. Yep. He dry humped us hard all day. Change change the video tag to Cowboys dry hump us. (laughs) Yeah. This Turpin, by the way, that's a fish, right? Turpin. Yeah, a Turpin. Turpin, yeah. Put it on the screen, you know, put a, a picture of it on the screen. Us, dude. A fish killed us, dude. Put a fish up there. This guy killed us, dude. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. You know, hey, look, I, I, uh, neither quarterback can play. By the way, I, I'll tell you right now, I was frustrated with both of them. Now, again, uh, so let, let's – by the way, I'm just going to go through all your comments, and we're just going to discuss each of them as we go through. So neither backup quarterback can play. I agree with that. Look, I'll tell you, I want to see. I want to see Stick step up. Again, there's arguments both ways, right? Horrible line. You know, you, you got to have some time to, to set your feet and throw the ball and make an yep. accurate pass. But, boy, we need yeah. a right tackle. Yeah, I, I really, you know, I think – I'm going to talk more about this tomorrow. Um, you know, during these scrimmages we had against the Cowboys, we looked pretty bad on the right tackle side. Yep. I think, I think uh, Pipkins gave up, what, two actual sacks – Yep. And a few others. I mean, so who knows? Darrell Williams might be on the table. You know, you never know how that's going to play out. He's still out there right now. We talked about that earlier in the pre, you know, pregame. So yep. um can't run the football. 
<laughs> can't. I mean, we did okay stopping the run a little bit better, but boy, yep. still nothing great. Nothing great. Um, oh, here's our board, bro. Here we go. What's up, Kyle? What you got to say? So much stuff than we are on the special, special tips, special tips, special tips, baby. Yep. <laughs> special tips. <Watch> out. <laughs> yeah, he's probably driving right now too. Yeah, he's driving. I mean, look. Well, he he said later on that he almost rear-ended somebody. So I was like, "Hey, man, you probably should get off there and start." Yeah, stop maybe, maybe get off. Maybe get off the uh, ten and two, the, baby. The, ten and two, baby. <laughs> ten and two. Ten and two. Come on. No, I mean, I mean, look. Um, I mean, Bandy looked good, right? It's it's very so. Okay, so let's let's talk about positive. Let's see let's see what I want to see for the next preseason game. How about we switch it to that a little bit more positive? We can yeah. go through some of this other stuff as well too. What I want to see is some of our twos and threes start really playing, right? Who's yep. actually going to make our 53 roster and get them out there for a bit, right? Because we've already gave away some other people. Forrest Merrill's gone. A few other folks, right? We got to cut down another five more players this next week. It will be interesting to see. By the way, that cut will be interesting. That next week cut will be very interesting to me because we only have to give up five, right? We only have to give up five at this point. Yep. Le well, legally, I should say, we only have to give up five. But what if they do ten or fifteen? Yeah, it just goes to show you, hey man, you didn't even make the cut. We're not even going to even delay give you another shot cutting yeah. you, yeah. you know, for the next stage, right? And that could happen, right? Because I think there's a lot of players that really just did not do well. I mean, we did terrible in so many ways. Um, yep. Anyhow, yep, that's agreed. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. I mean, I think they already have a pretty good idea of who they're letting go and everything. Yeah, you know, one guy, sure. one 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 positive thing that I could even put out there is that. Yeah, and I'm and I guess I'm not. It's not a major positives, but you could say Dean Leonard. <laughs> um, Dean Leonard didn't get picked on as much. Um, yeah, he yeah. had a couple plays, one where the ball kind of went way off, but he did not turn his head still to kind of get involved yeah. with the pass. He's still scared about the receiver in front of him. Um, but there wasn't a huge, huge um, focus on him this time around. Now, it was uh, – was it Sebastian, I think, is the other defensive back? Sebastian, yep, yep. He was out there. He was time. getting picked on in this game. Big Brandon time. Sebastian. Yep. And so he was the choice to be able to get picked on this game. And so he became basically the Dean Leonard of this game. Um, JT Woods – he got a special teams tackle that looked pretty solid. He did do some tackling playing on defense. So there was some positivity to there too uh, for that. And that's, those are the expectations I want to see from these guys that are the yeah. guys that are draft picks just to get a little bit better each game. I mean, a lot of athletes always talk about being 1% better each day. And so hopefully they're just getting 1% better each day. Now 1% doesn't seem like a huge amount, but it adds up day after day after day yeah. after day. So. Yeah, and and again, we got one more preseason game. I really do believe yep. that we're actually going to start playing some players that matter this next yep. preseason game. Uh, we may even see Herbert. I I kind of doubt that we will, because um, uh, that look. If there's one positive we could say is Justin Herbert is a perfectionist, guys. You know he stays after every game or every practice throwing balls. Hey, I did this this throw wasn't great. I'm going to do more yep. throws. That's awesome, right? Phil Rivers didn't do that. Herbert is a perfectionist. He's going to go out and make it happen, right? So, yep. um, 
I think this next game will specifically be, all right, let's put some players out there that actually could make the team and probably could impact the team and really make some final decisions um, and go from there. So, um, but you know, it's sad, right? I mean, you want your team to show up, make an effort, right? Make an effort. And it just looks so bad, you know? So, well, it seemed almost like they went in with no game plan too, in some points. It's like, just kind of like what they talked about with the Cowboys in, in the first practice yep. they had with them. They're like, yeah, we just kind of went out there and just see what happens. Yeah, we'll like, see what happens. Hey. I, you yep. know, I don't know as a coach you could should ever do that, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> look at a little film, and you're going to be playing that team this week, too. Unless the plan is, let's not go in with the plan and just see how we do without a plan kind of thing. Because yep. that's essentially what it kind of seemed like. It just seemed like a mess all around. It didn't seem very, very, like, uh, cohesive as a team. and. It, it was just tough to watch, but there's very little things in there that could be positives to this game. But once again, I'm looking at the small changes as a player. Like what are the guys yeah. that are actually stepping up? Maybe the guys that are just getting a tad bit better. Dean Leonard seemed to kind of wasn't picked on as much as Sebastian. Um, JT Woods got a special teams tackle. He seemed like he yeah. was kind of a little bit more active in the defense. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, there is a little – and actually, he was even playing the Derwin James position, too. He was playing in the box, too. So, he's getting involved a little bit more. I, I really hope to be able to see Mark Webb out there. And that's one thing that I really want to see him out there. But he seems to be injured still. So, that's kind of a tough thing. Interesting to see if maybe Kenneth Murray, who is supposedly going to be back here soon, if yeah. he would be ready for next week's game, too. Next week. Next um, week, yeah, you so, got to wonder if they'll play him at this point, right? I, yeah, you know, guys. Okay, what do you guys think? Should should they play him next week, right? Because yep. there's arguments both ways. All right, is this guy game ready? Uh, does yep. he trust his ankle? Does he trust that he can actually do what he needs to do? Right? I mean, yep. I mean, it's it's interesting to see. Um, yep. You know, um, I, I'm interested to see the the post game story here. Um, and Kyle, yep. do not get into an accident. <laughs> yep. 10 and 2, baby. I, just, I, Ten and two. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I get kind of stressed out, right? But, you know, look, remember, guys, just for a second, these games don't matter, right? They're trying yep. to figure out who's going to stack up on our 53-man roster. Yep. And we, have, we haven't even seen anybody that even matters out there at this point, right? I even made a comment to you, James, that uh, Tillery – was sitting on like he had a hoodie on at the end of the game right there. I'm like, wow, like he's some sort of amazing player, right? I still wonder if he's even going to be around on our team, right? I, I I promise you they would trade him away for a seventh-round pick tomorrow yep. if they can get that for sure, right? Because sure. I just feel like there's nothing that he does well at all. So yeah. and this is great. I like this. I like this. Country club attitude. Yeah. That's a good way of saying it, man. I mean, that's yep. a perfect way of saying it. It's just – we're just out there just putting along and Hey, okay. Well, the sun's out. It's nice. I'm having a beer and doing my thing, but you know, whatever. Right. Yep. You know, so there's a lot that needs to be fixed guys. There's a lot, sure. but you know, again, yeah, the attitude is uh, nothing's given to you for free in the NFL at all. For and sure. It shouldn't be that way. We're not entitled to be able to get wins every single week. I mean, we still have to put in the work each week. And I think that, the country club attitude is like, you know, hey, everything's all fine and dandy. We're good to go. We're just going to get this win. We're going to, you know, get this interception. We're going to get this fumble and we're going to get right, right, right. Like, I I think that's totally what it could be. And I, and, and, but, you know, at the same side, like one, one concern, and we've already chatted about it 
quite a bit already. But my concern is, is kind of last year where we just felt like the, the way we ended the season, we didn't end the season very prepared for the Correct. last four games. Yep. And my whole thing is like, I want to see preparation and I want our coaching staff to be really on it um, every week. I mean, we're here to win. We're here not to screw around. We're here with a game plan that we're going to execute and do it well. And um, so far in the preseason, it seems almost like we're just kind of just going to figure things out and kind of see where it goes kind of thing. It's not, this game doesn't mean anything. Let's get serious when we need to get serious, but sometimes you do need to get serious a little bit in preseason, come in with a game plan and, and execute that game plan. So either way, I mean, it's a tough one to look at, but I mean, there is little positives out there. Michael Bandy did good. Yeah, Joshua Michael Palmer Danny Palmer looked all right. Yep. Uh, backup quarterbacks looked horrible. You know, okay, so yeah. so let's, let's let's move on to uh, again last season though, right? Let's talk about last season for a second. We all know that the NFL, you script out your first place. Yep. We were horrible in the first quarter. Yep. Pretty much not good. We were not good, and that's a Joe Lombardi problem, right? That is yep. a Joe Lombardi problem. You're scripting out your first. 10 plays, maybe 15 plays. Clearly, we did not do well with that, right? And we didn't adjust well. Second quarter, we did better. Third quarter, we were amazing. Fourth quarter, we were all right. Um, But the problem is we have got to start, you know, executing at a higher level across the ball or a board. I mean, you know, defense and offensively right now, again, we've we've seen none of our actual defensive players out there this spring. Everyone that we – that we picked up in free agency for the most part, we have not seen other. We saw a little bit of Morgan Fox. We saw some Troy Reader, but really, you know, is Morgan Fox going to be our starter? Who knows? I, you know, Tillery might still be the guy who knows, but I I would rather Morgan Fox than Tillery. I think Tillery is just a rag doll. I mean, that guy's just, geez, suit me up. I swear to God, I'd probably do better than Tillery. Well, probably not, (laughs) but you know, I mean, who knows? Right. But I mean, but my point is like, Holy smokes, man, you know, um, you know it's interesting to yeah. think. All right, let's 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 see what let's see what Kyle's got to say here. I will say this thing: the most about the Chargers, the Sarvis were all there, coaching staff, every position, whole game. Yep, yep. yep. Talk to them well, every after the play. Yeah, agreed. They're 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 there to help. I mean, Derwin James is with his hold in basically. He's he's not yep. holding out. He was doing that all the all the time. He was engaged 100%. with all the players. He was having a good time with them. He was telling them what to do and and little tips that they could do to get better as players. So. It's great to see that. And that's the thing about having so many veterans on this team and so many players that have been in this team and in the system that these guys are all engaged, regardless of whatever the score is. Because guess what? It, these are the guys that are going to come in that potentially could fill in a position at some point in need Correct. and actually make a Correct. play. And so you think about the times right now where they're getting coached by these veterans. It could be priceless for them at some point. That could be a critical play. Could be an interception to win the Super Bowl for us this year. Um, that maybe the tip that they got from so-and-so JC Jackson or whatnot, it led to that point. Um, so, you know, that's, that's good to see. It's great to see that. And that's the beautiful thing about having great, uh, you know, veterans on the team. Yeah. And, um, you know, it just feels like preparation was an issue. Yep. Um, but you cannot compare talent on talent, right? At the end of the day, there's a difference between a starter and a backup, right? 100%. We all know that. Uh, and again, guys, I was going to do a whole video about Dean Leonard last week, 
and kind of break down his college footage compared to his pro footage from what we saw versus the Rams. And it was very clear that, look, the NFL game is very different than, than college, right? You know, you can get away with just having talent, but the NFL, no, you have to make sure you do things differently and you prepare differently and handle passes and coverage very differently. So yeah. th- that's, that's a big, that's a big issue there. Right. So, yeah. and you know, what, one of my big things, you know, again, special teams is definitely big in an issue. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would have expected some better things from special teams. I was a little frustrated there. And then Lombardi again, Lombardi is my concern, right? I love Lombardi. I think he's good, but I think he got very conservative last year. Okay, so I'm gonna maybe we should wrap this up this way too. And and again, understand something, guys. Across the board, we're playing very vanilla defense and extremely vanilla offense. Okay, there's no trickery, there's yep. no motion in offense. There's, I mean, I, very little. I mean, they're doing a lot of man coverage because they want to see who can man up players, right? Yep. So that exposes that corner when you know you're not playing zone, you don't have coverage over top, right? So sure. they're really putting people on an island to see, hey, can this guy do it? Right? Can this guy actually cover this guy? Period. Right? Yeah. And going back to Dean Letter against the Rams, he did a very good job for the most part, but he was just a few steps behind to yeah. actually make the play happen or really go yeah. that forward. So you know, again, I, I and we didn't see a lot of Dean Leonard this game. We saw a little bit of him for the most part, but again, I think I think guys, I'm I'm actually really curious to see what happens on Monday or Tuesday when these cuts start really happening. Yep. It could get ugly. It could be a bloodbath. We we could see a lot of our players gone uh yep. come Monday. And then we'll have our 53 man roster, or we have a pretty good shot at our 53 man roster. I mean, yep. I could really see a lot of people go. So it would be interesting. So. It would be interesting. And that's a thing, you know, and, and, and I, and for me, I'm just going to try to lead it as some sort of positive out of the game. If there is a 1%, 2%, 3% better from some of these players, that's what it's all about in preseason. Try to find these guys that are just trying to get better. Like I felt like JT Woods was a little bit more comfortable out there. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was looking good. Morgan Fox. I felt like he did a pretty good job out there and continuously the second game in a row that um Chris Rump did pretty well too for himself so he looked good too he looked um, good you know and offensively Michael Bandy uh Joshua Palmer looked good um and uh Joshua Kelly looked a little yeah, didn't JK look too Scott bad. looked good too our punter looked good yeah JK Scott I mean that's the thing and you bring in bringing that back like our punts were solid you. that hang time they was were great. solid that hang time it was solid it shouldn't it, by the time that ball lands at the receiver, there should be a guy standing there staring at him right now, yes. ready to hit him. Or he should yep. have been like fair catched by that time. Um, yep. But you know, it's once again those are those are mistakes that should be corrected, and we hope that it's not going to be an issue once again. Yeah, and, and and I go and I go back to Dean Leonard. Uh, what was that? Was that second quarter of the Rams game when he hit that guy? Yeah. And there was a 15 yard penalty. We gave up 120 yards in penalties yeah. the first game. Actually, how many penalty yards did we give up this game? By the way, did we? Did we, uh, did we know see. it wasn't we a ton up. because. Let's see. Yeah, here. It, we got the stats up here. But again, guys, J.K. Scott is amazing, right? As as James is looking this up, I we we keep saying both of don't punt, but I tell you, J.K. Scott is an absolute weapon for us, right? I think 
Again, we were next to dead last last season in special teams. Yep. J.K. Scott will definitely help us out. I think Hopkins is fine. He's good, not great, but he's fine. He's towing the line. He'll be okay. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, we we only had three penalties for 20 yards, and they had eight That's penalties awesome. for 57. That's great. That's great, though, guys. Like, look, we gave up 120 yards against the Rams. Yeah, that's That's big. what killed us. Yeah. And then what killed us this time was special teams, right? Yep. That was pretty much it. So yep. if you get rid of the penalties from, from week one, you know, it's a different game. You yep. get rid of the uh, special teams just giving up everything. Yep. It's another thing, right? So, and again, positive sandwich, boys and girls, okay? Mostly boys. I've seen the statistics. It's all guys talking to us <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> but yep. my point is, look – you know, it's it's a fixable problem, right? We don't have our starters out there. You know, we don't have Michael Davis right. being our gunner. You know, we don't have Khalil Mack or Joey Bosa out there or anybody that's really going to be really taking snaps for us week one. We're trying to figure out depth at this point. Depth. That's all we care about. So. Yep, exactly. Yep. I mean, we, we could sit here and talk about it, but next next game, I think we just move on from this point. Let's get to for the next sure. game. Better practice. And, uh, you know, once again, this is a little bit of overreaction, too. Um, you know, this is yeah. preseason. This wasn't week one. This wasn't week two. This wasn't week 17. Um, this is just preseason right now. So we just hope that it's going to get better from here. And once we start getting in, you know, our starters, our true starters, we could really start at that point. If we start seeing that the, uh, the roof is on fire, we could start, you know, screaming about that. But <laughs> I think uh, – <laughs> I think we got think we got a little bit of positivity, but there's a lot of things that we just cannot see as a positive situation out of this game. But yeah, well, you know, and we play the Saints yeah. next, right? So we'll, we'll yeah. probably be doing, you know, we we do those. Uh, that'll be interesting, right? We run the Saints offense, so we'll see how that plays out. And yep. um, you know, they'll kind of know what we're throwing at them, and uh, you know, we'll go from there. But uh, yep, it's exciting, guys. I mean, look at the end of the day, bad game. We didn't look good. It's depressing. Everyone just understand it's one game. It's preseason. Yep. It does not matter. It is move on. We're on to the next. I'm very curious, guys. Guys, I'm so curious to see how many cuts we have this next week. It could yep. be, again, five is all we have to have right now. We have 85 players. We only need to give up five. If we give up more than five, that's very clear. Those guys did not make the cut, right? We yep. don't see any more. They're done. Bye. Yep. I'm very curious to see how that plays out. So that comes out probably Monday. So we'll do a video on it for sure. I'm going to do a video uh, probably tomorrow on what we saw on the scrimmages specifically against the Cowboys because it was something I wanted to break down a little bit earlier, but I just kind of wanted to show this, you know, and we just yep. kind of want to do this. So at any rate, guys, for sure. um, as always, hey, by the way, hey, guys, okay, we'll wrap this up. Also, check us out on all of our social medias, right? We're on Instagram. Yep. We're on all this stuff. James is doing a lot of stuff. James and Kyle are doing a lot of stuff on Instagram on fantasy football. I don't know if you guys know this, but we are doing a fantasy football team against most of the Charger podcasters. In fact, all of them. All the ones that, yep. are, that, are, that are big at all. So that we, are, we are doing a fantasy football league against them. So yep. we have a team in, that, in, that, uh, in the skin of the game. So I'm kind of excited to see how that plays out. Yep. So um, – Fantasy football is big for us guys. And we like love looking it. at teams and, you know, it's, we love the competitiveness on our own. So 
Um, follow us on Instagram, follow us on all the other social medias, right? It matters because I mean, bottom line, you know, we, we put content different ways in different type of venues and channels, right? Because, you know, YouTube likes this long content, right? Instagram likes shorter content. So we're going to provide you a lot more information on Twitter and kind of gather that information for you guys in short form formats. So for sure. Anyways, any last thoughts there, James? Nope. Just, uh, let's get on to the next game. Let's, let's make this week better. And, um, you know, I'm just looking forward to the next week and see where it goes from there. And, and once again, there is a, there is a little bit of a panic from the fan base, but once again, this is the guys just trying to make a statement for themselves to keep their job for another week. So correct. Correct. You know, once we get the ones out there, that's when the real money's made. And so once we get to week one, we hope that we're all ramped up and ready to go. So, and there's a lot of positives even coming from that Cowboys practice for our defense too. So, and offensively, it seemed like it did pretty well for us too. So don't worry too much. Don't panic too much. Cause we're going to be, we're going to be fine guys, but let's get just to the next week and let's get, let's move on from this. Agreed guys, guys, we'll get there. And yep. I, I, I think it's very clear. I mean, one last thought that I had, I promise you that our coaching staff and, and Brandon Staley said this, I think two weeks, even before our first preseason game, um, look, we're going to play people that need to play. And what he yep. really meant by that was who do we need to evaluate further, right? Who is really the guys that we want to keep for our 53 man roster. And it's great. Per- great point there, Jeff. Yep. This is exactly what needs to happen. We have to figure out who actually can play and who can't play. Who's got the yep. guts? Who's going to make it happen? And who's even going to do anything when we're down like we were, right? Yep. Who's actually going to continue trying? Yep. Man, it makes me worry like, boy, what is what does Brandon Staley think about Chase Daniel at this point, right? So right. at any rate, um, I, I'm very curious to see what happens next week after right. this game. Like, what's the aftermath going to look like? Um, it could be some pretty gnarly cuts, guys, next week. Again, I've already said this. Five people is the max, or five people is what we're expected. But it could even be more. Yep. And really I think possible. week three versus the Saints, we'll probably see some real players out there, guys. So, again, um, don't be too discouraged. It's preseason. They're getting the wiggles out. And, uh, you know, hey, we'll see you in the next one, guys. Yep. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get it, guys. All right. We'll see you in the next one. See you, guys.